Never know who will call Tony Bruno on 940 Fox Sports Radio. Howard David, voice of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, and, and you don't need the shameless plug, but I, I listen to you guys every day. You guys are doing a hell of a job. It's fun to listen to. And O'Brien, I mean, the whole thing you guys are doing there is great. What? Did I hear that right? Back up the tape. I listen to you guys every day. And you guys are doing a hell of a job. It's fun to listen to. And O'Brien, I mean, the whole thing you guys are doing there is great. Wow. Even Mo Howard David listens to Tony Bruno on 940 Fox Sports Radio. Exactly. I'm getting pounded. You should have supported your own station. Well, I, I don't understand. Well, hold it, hold it. What is one thing I don't understand? Well, one thing has to do with another. I'm on a network show that happens to be carried on another station in the marketplace. Also, so Hank should go on everybody's show opposite yours at the same time? You think Hank should go on their station when you're on the air? If Hank Goldberg appears on another radio program that happens to be carried in the marketplace, it's a network show, and it happens to be on opposite me, I don't give a damn you know about that. Mean, right? I, why would I care about it? Why does that matter? It's called competition in numbers, Howard. You know the business. You know how it works. I just don't think you want to support Neil Rogers. Well, now you're bringing up something that's completely different. No, I think that's I think that's the biggest problem you got. You don't like Neil Rogers, and you you wanted to go opposite of him, and you really didn't care who you offended. Well, what, 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 why don't, why don't I tell you what? Since the man is standing in the control room right now, why sure. doesn't Neil Rogers tell you? Tell me. Since the day I walked since the day I walked into this place, he's done everything he can to undermine this program. Since we're now getting down to brass tacks, I'll look him right in the eye and tell him right now to his face. I think you brought some of that on yourself. You blame. I might, might even bother arguing. Whether or not I'm appearing on a network show, what the hell does that have to do with anything? And if the object is to get me pissed off, didn't. Trust me when I tell you, it didn't. Say 53 at QAM. Damn it. Anyway, it's a 903 is what it is now, almost uh, whatever it is, 10 minutes later. That was pretty exciting. I just happened to be standing because they have the door open this morning, which is very exciting. So I could go in there and bond with uh, Zach and Robert, my good close personal friends. Robert's gloating about the election. I'm telling you, Robert, if we discovered these anal love beads yesterday instead of George's stupid rosary beads, the Democrats would have kicked the ass. But anyway, here this call happens to be on just at the same moment. There's my psychic powers uh -huh. kicking in again. And I'm listening to the call. I was about to turn around and walk out because Mo gets very upset when he sees me, gets physically ill. And uh, I was about to turn around and walk out, and I hear this call going on about me. And about the fact that Mo was on consorting with the enemy on Monday. See, this business about it being a network show, I mean, what, what the hell has that got to do with it? In addition to which, he wasn't a guest on the show. He called in. He called in on that show. He was on the phone. It's not like he was a guest in the studio or an invited guest. He called in and was on the air with Tony Bruno on Schlock Sports. And I think the caller had a good point, and that is you don't consort with the enemy. But, you know, that's the way it goes. I really didn't make that big of an issue out of it. We got the promo on there, which we got through Hooker Crook, which we find most amusing. Especially the part where she says, even Mo Howard David listens to it, et cetera, and so on. See, now you're getting, you're, you're a mean bastard. You really are. It's all you. It's not me, Mo. It's all George. You were right in the first place. And then that line he's got in there about since the day he got here, I was trying to undermine that show. See how soon they forget. Now, you can go on the air and, and lie through your teeth, all your sports sycophants out there, Mo, but the truth of the matter is I was the only one to give you any support. The only one, because of those quotes in Barry Jackass's column. Remember the uh, origins of that back in the spring? Back in the late winter, whenever the hell it was? He was going to show them what sports talk was really all about, and sports talk is boring. And so some of the other people on this station, which I don't want to mention any names, <laughs> uh, took exception to that, and I can see that. I can see their point. And so uh, they got off on the wrong foot. But as far as I was concerned, I kind of like enjoyed that, because you know me. I'm a Schmidt disturber, and I'm not part of the sports jock fraternity anyway. So I gave him all the opportunity in the world. 
And then, of course, you're running around making comments about his bad hairpiece and about the checkered pants. And I may have embellished him just a little, little bit. <laughs> just a little. But, uh, and then, of course, right away he had, and, and then we had the thing with Greg and him in here that day. I thought we kissed and made up. Remember that? Stood right there in front of that microphone. I played one of the Boca Brian Moa, Moa Howard bits. Laughed and laughed. The fact of the matter is he just uh, has got no sense of humor when it comes to himself. And so it continues to escalate and escalate. And, and of course, the audience loves it. Look at the you look at the response we had on the poll yesterday. Look at the response. And you want to know why? Like I said the other day about Joe Zagaki and I. Joe's, Joe gets it. He's like a real person. I mean, I've been saying on the air for years that he's boring. As he's the most boring person on the air I can think of. And he is. But that doesn't make him a bad guy. That doesn't mean we hate each other. He understands it. He gets it. He understands it's a radio show. And if somebody wants to say this show sucks, I'm a moron, we got a bunch of trained monkeys, that doesn't bother me because it's a radio show. It's not going to change my life. 1,131 votes on yesterday's poll. Our question was, what should the punishment be for Mo Howard David sucking up to the enemy? Fox Sports Monday. Who's Mo Howard David? 391, 14. And let me also say this. What, what other publicity does he get? From this radio station, are there billboards. any any billboards, no. any TV spots, no. any uh, newspaper ads? No, nothing. Any guy walking up and down the uh, causeway with a, uh, a sandwich board? No, nothing. Any uh, skywriting no, uh, no. like Jeb had over? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I brought that show to the attention, and don't give me the song that it's about. Well, ah, yeah, you'll be, you're ripping. That's not the point. That's not the way it works, especially in this market. That's not the way it works. There have been more people tuning into that show because of my uh, talking about it than all the uh, publicity in the world could have done. No contest. And if you just expect me to sit here and go on about, well, gee, it's going to be a wonderful show and you better tune in. They're not going to do that. I can't tell people what to listen to. That reminds me of the Tim William days on Zeta. Oh, if you just talk better about our music, talk better. Maybe if you played better music, maybe people like listen to it. Like I'm going to talk. It's like going into a restaurant. Maybe I could be the greeter at a restaurant. Like Larry Glick. I could be the greeter at some restaurant where the food is really crappy. And I could stand in the doorway and say, oh, it really is crappy, but, you know, I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you it's really good. And they're going to come pouring in there because I'm standing in the doorway telling them that it's, it's dog crap, but it really is filet mignon. It looks like dog crap, but it smells like it, and probably it's, but it's really filet mignon. It's really Chateaubriand. Ain't going to happen. 1136 votes. Who's Mo Howard David? 394. Fire his old ass, 298. Steal his toupees, 172. He gets raped at it by the whole staff, 109. Banish him from paradise, 63. No penalty, he gets a gold star and a purple jelly bean, 55, 4.8%. He gets raped at it by Freaky Carlos, only 45. That's not really because of what I thought about. You want to know why he only gets 45 with Freaky Carlos? Because exactly. nobody has any idea who well, that that's is. That's what I was saying. Yeah, nobody knows who that is. We need a Except picture. for the handful of um, former Power 96 morning show listeners. When Freaky Carlos was on there. What? Right. Well, no, I mean, we don't have that much crossover with Power 96. That's not our audience, so most of our people don't know from the old Bushville Griffin show and uh, Carlos or whatever. What did he call himself on that show? Lita. Lita. Oh, take me to your Lita. Not. But seriously, I, 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 the, the scene that we just had in there, I have no idea why they had that door open, although now I realize it's probably a better idea to have it closed. And every time I would look in there, he would see me. He just, uh, like, uh, ah! like he just saw the ghost of Christmas past or something. It's a radio show, Howard. That's all it is. It's a freaking radio show. And you can have a hard on the rest of your life about Neil Rogers and about George Rodriguez and about the Beast and about anybody who consorts with us. Uh, it's just a radio show. Well, don't forget Boca Brian. Oh, well, forget about him. 
singing all those things, talking about getting raped at it, because rape ain't funny. But, boy, we got a situation here, man. It's just uh, astonishing. I, people ask me, say, they come up to me and they said, have you really ever encountered anything like this before? And I say, no, not, never even dreamed there could be something like this. And when that guy called that we just played that call, uh, you could see the, the blood rolling around right underneath the hairpiece. I mean, it was just, boy, I thought it was going to boil right over. And maybe the bag also at the same time. It was bubbling. You know how like a radiator, when it overheats, starts bubbling? Well, that's what was going on in there. I'm not sure exactly where it was coming from. It's a radio show, Mo. Oh, Howard. I don't think I'm going to have much success. I've tried everything I know. I've extended the hand of friendship. I've offered all, you know, all kind of accommodation. Remember the, th the thing about where you were being held hostage? Right. And if I would back off on Mo, then you wouldn't get canned. Well, you know, that's too many months ago. That ain't going to fly anymore, all right? And I did, and I backed off, and then I came back here for a few days, and then we had our little uh, birthday party in there. And by the way, nobody uh, came in here from that show and wished me happy birthday, at least nobody from that side of the window, including Geldy. But back on June 3rd, when we had that birthday bash in there, or at least I was invited to come in and kiss His Highness's ring and wish him happy birthday. At that point, that was uh, an ugly day. Turned, I thought it was just fun. We sat. I sat down in there. I was invited. I didn't want to be on there. Sat down. He invited me to sit down and to be on that show, and I thought we had fun for five or ten minutes. Sounded fun from here. Everybody else I talked to said it was a bunch of yucks. It was okay. And he took exception to that. He just doesn't get it. I don't think there's anybody in this building who has either the ability or maybe even the desire to explain it to him. He doesn't get it. So we have this massive war going on, but it's a war on one side. See, that's the thing I don't understand. There's no war from this side. We're just having some fun. And people might say, well, gee, but those bits you're playing, you're ripping. They're comedy bits. Who don't we have bits about? Yeah, who don't we have bits, including me and about and George me. and about uh, everybody, Boca Brian, everybody else in the goddamn radio station, Josh Friedman. Do you think that fat tub of crap is going to come in here and say, oh, gee, you really hurt my feelings? He wanted a copy of it. He plays it for his family. How about Geldy before he became an underling? How about the Geldy song that he was running around singing like we talked about the other day? Singing it in bars. He was performing it. I don't get it. 11 after 9 at 560 WQM. Let me tell you one thing I do get, and that is how you buy a mattress. This is something I know. I may know nothing about anything else in the world, but I do know this. And that is that the old way of buying a mattress is done. It's finished. It's finito. All you have to do is pick up your instrument. Pick up that phone. Reach for it, grab it, squeeze it, and the phone, too. And call 1-800-MATTRESS if the old mattress is lumpy and smelly and worn out. And these folks will bring to you in no time at all a quality name-brand mattress, exactly the one you're looking for, at an unbeatable everyday low price. And when I'm talking about brand names, they've got the best. they got Serta, Sealy, Simmons, King, Coil. No store in the universe can match those low prices, and certainly nobody would even dream of matching the service you get from these people that dial a mattress because they deliver when it's convenient for you. They come right to your home with that mattress you ordered. They take away the old uh, crappy bedding and set up the new one in any two-hour window when you want. Noon to 2, 1 to 3, etc., any day of the week, seven days a week. And they give you that 30-day in-home comfort guarantee to check it out the only smart way by sleeping on it and doing whatever you want to do on it. So pick up that thing. Grab it. Reach it. Squeeze it. And call Dollar Mattress right now. 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. They'll be there in no time at all. Or uh, look on our website at mattress.com if you like. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. Gordon Lightfoot. He's more popular than ever. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. 
And now, Gordon Lightfoot boards the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and steers a course for disaster in his new tribute album, Gordon Lightfoot Sinks Led Zeppelin. Been dazed and confused for so long, it's not true. A woman never bargained for you. Dazed and confused, Gordon Lightfoot renders his version of Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song. We come from the land of the ice and the snow, from the midnight sun where the hot springs blow. Gordon Lightfoot sinks Led Zeppelin. It's a whole lot of stuff like this. Hey, hey, mama, said the way that you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. It's the compact disc that's lower than the bottom of Lake Superior. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. If there's a bustle in your CD player, don't be alarmed now. It's just Gordon Lightfoot sinks Led Zeppelin. 917, boy, that's your end's abrupt, you know, at 560 WQAM. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. And you know something? We've got a poll today on the election. What's your take on Tuesday's election results? You know why I voted? I don't give a schmidt. Didn't I say it was going to be a Republican sweep? My psychic powers righted again. I could feel it. I just knew it. And the guy that called us yesterday about his problems with the uh, polling place in Broward was also on Channel 4 News last night. And, I, you know, obviously there were a few people that did have those problems. But, uh, you know, the margin was so lopsided one way or the other. Plus, the media did a great job of convincing everybody in Broward that they'd have a two- or three-hour wait that nobody showed up. That was a good way to make sure that nobody, and I'm not blaming any partisan, I'm just saying the media really screwed up big time. Oh, it's going to be two and three hour waits, and they have too few machines, and Dade's got 2,000 more machines, and it turns out that 35% of the people or less in Broward showed up, 34%, I think. So there were no lines, and there were no votes. But that made no difference, because it was a landslide. Because this country is turning more and more to the right. The guy that called yesterday who said there's more of us than there are of you, you're right. You are right. 2000, that wasn't the case in the presidential election. Now it absolutely is. Don't ever, ever overestimate the intelligence of the American electorate out there. And, of course, don't ever overestimate the intelligence of the Democratic Party. Because, like I told you yesterday, man, they had, they had nothing. They sat back and they cowered in the corner. Well, we better not talk about this and we better not attack the president. Well, that's what you got. You got nothing. You got squat. You got creamed, baby. You got slaughtered. Even ancient Walter Mondale. Creamed. So the Republicans have the Senate, they got the House, they got the White House, they got the Supreme Court, they got all these other uh, judgeships that they'll all be able to confirm. They got, uh, they got it. They got the uh, country by the balls. So that's our uh, poll question. What's your take on yesterday's election results? I don't give a schmidt. I'm suicidal. I'm ecstatic. I'm ready to leave the country, or they're all a bunch of crooks. Those are your choices on a poll. Here's a fax from Rick who says, Happy birthday after yesterday's election the debacle. The only polls I'll be going to next time will be the quarter poll or the eighth poll at Calder. There you go. Good choice, Rick. Don't blame you. Why the hell waste the time? You know, I'm a uh, and I haven't seen him in the morning for uh, Coon's age. But I was channel surfing this morning, and there he was with that, you know, the dead man in a chair. And I give him credit. He was talking about the election and about how CBS and Dan Rather are so liberal and biased, which he's right about that, and about how CNN is just so obnoxious all the way around and how they're smug and whatever they say is the truth. And then he also said, which my ears really perked up, just like, like this, my antenna. He said, you know, as far as Fox News, he said they're even worse. He said they all ought to be wearing sheets over there. How do you like that, Heather? He said all you people at Fox ought to be wearing sheets, and that's the newly uh, conservative Don Imerson last few years after his rehab. After he had to give up the bottle, all of a sudden he came back as a conservative. 
But nevertheless, in spite of being a conservative, nevertheless, he still says the people at Fox News ought to be wearing sheets. How do you like that? Absolutely correct, sir. Always like that, Imus, you know, even when he was alive. So that's the way the election came out. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of calls today, and you can call up and say, nah, 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 and do your usual childish thing. We like Robert. Well, Robert, no, he was pretty civilized about it. He was too busy trying to referee, you know, between what else was going on in there, trying to stay on the chair while he and Zach were laughing their ass off. See, everybody, I, am I the only one who's, who picks up on that? That It seems like maybe they're just doing it for my benefit when I'm around. But it seems to me like all of the other people I encounter in this building understand the shtick. They have a sense of humor. Am I wrong about that? No, not just in the building. Everywhere we've ever been. No, no, forget about outside the building. I'm just talking about the current situation. Oh, yeah. The current Mo situation. The Mo it goes on, the Mo uh, he becomes psychotic. Yes. And and also, let me say this to you. It's one thing, even even assuming his premise about calling another uh, network out of town uh, radio show uh, is no big deal. See, it's one thing to call in and make a comment about the ball game or about whatever it is your, the topic might be. It's another thing to suck up and say, oh, yeah, I listen to you guys every day. See, they're the competitor. Even for him, they're the competitor, but that makes no difference because that's not important. What is important is to drive the stake through the heart, to give the old twist and give the shtuch. That's what's important. So one last time, I extend the hand of friendship for this meeting that uh, has been proposed, that I proposed. I suggested it. Because I think that's the only way to clear the air. We're going to have, like, World War Four here. Of course, I'm not going to be here most of the time anyway. I'm busy going to that Martha Stewart class. I still don't get that. Do you? No, not even the second time. No. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. The poll is up on yesterday's election. Is that thing working or not? Because my vote is on there. Maybe it didn't work. Maybe they just don't care. Or maybe they're hiding under the bed, our audience, a lot of them. They're just in hiding now. Maybe they're at the passport office. Now, I don't think it's up there yet. Well, Eric will let us know. WQAM. I'd like to finish there, Neil. I beg your pardon? Happy birthday still. Thanks. How are you? I okay. heard that uh, little phone call there. Yeah. Le- read my lips. In three months, that guy's gone. You're going to run him out of the door there. I'm, I'm not running. Now, see, that's not the thing to say because I'm not trying know, to run but, anybody out. But that's his personality. It's not you. It's him. Yeah. He can't take that kind of crap. That's his problem. You can hear it in his voice. He yeah. gets all, like, hyped up. In his, he was hyped up on that up. call. He was uh, it was kind of scary. I was worried for him. I don't I don't like the guy. But anyway, that's beside the point. Happy <laughs> birthday. It's great to hear you. Let's fly to Amsterdam. Let's blow a fat one over there. Okay. See you. Although Josh Friedman never was my type. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. Why? Wait, said blow a fat one. That poll going to be up or not? Did Eric? Uh, do we have any idea? Maybe maybe they just have no interest in that thing now. I don't know. It's obviously not working. WQAM. Yes, I was going to find out. Is that show on still tonight at two in the morning to six? Is it still the on? Overnight guys. Yeah. Okay, I was just curious. And what else do you think about uh, this whole referendum was for George W. He took it to the Democrats. He went and campaigned and kicked their butts. Don't you agree? Yes. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Yeah, he did. He did. He spent. He raised a record amount of money. He went out there and uh, you know, uh, and whether you like him or not, which I don't, but uh, he got the job done. That's what it's all about. It's not about the best interest of the public. It's about partisan politics. In spite of all of this crap about, well, that's the old uh, baloney. That's what it's all about. Because they all represent special interests. The Democrats have got labor in their special interest, and the Republicans have got the oil people and whatever, and that's what it's all about. And the public, well, we're screwed no matter what, in spite of what some of you might think. We're screwed all the time. Paul's working, like I told you. <laughs> See, you're getting more like him all the time.
Like who? What's your take on Tuesday's election needs, uh, results, needs? I'm ready to leave the country six. They're all a bunch of crooks, three. I'm suicidal, two. I'm ecstatic, one. And I said, I don't give a schmidt. That's my vote. I don't. Doesn't surprise me. South Dakota, by the way, is very close. It's with like a hundred and some votes, the Senate race in South Dakota. Tom Daschle's out trying to find some dead people. Not too easy to make up votes in South Dakota, because when there's only like 80 people living in the whole state in the first place, it, it's kind of like is conspicuous, you know, when they start bringing in some ringers. Unlike in this state where we got like millions and millions, and some of them actually are like citizens, you know. Some of them are actually alive and are still voting. Well, you know. It's time to get it on. WQAM. Yeah, on a national level... The, the Democrats blew it because of the uh, partisan politics. They don't want to get anything through. They don't even want to put the, the budget through. So I think they kind of hose themselves a little bit on that. Yeah. But that's the way it is, I guess. That's the way it is. And we have, uh, I love you, George Bush. I love you, Jeb Bush. <laughs> Here's the guy who loves Bush. Bush, Bush. You got all the Bush you can handle, man. In your case, it don't sound like too much. Five six seven oh five sixty. I See, now I'm rubbing these beads. That's bad. Why did I take these out of that package, I these anal love beads? No, Maybe because Jeff Cohen called it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a good thing I didn't, like, pull the string on these when I was standing there. I think that would have been the end. I think that that piece would have flipped right off his head. Come on, Mo, Just lighten up a little bit. Quit being such a hard ass. God. Up until this moment, I never quite realized just uh, the degree, the extent of psychosis and paranoia. Up until this moment, till you actually witness it yourself. WQAM. John Bob. WQAM. Hello. Nobody on seven? I think it's the quiet guy. Oh, the quiet guy. And Rick Sanchez also, I was ripping for the fact he was in the newsroom with his sleeves all rolled up until somebody told him MSNBC made him do that. But he said, boy, it looked like a jerk. And I was thinking to myself, well, even with the sleeves rolled back down, he still would look like a jerk being in there. I mean, who the hell's Rick Sanchez? What credibility has he got to be covered in an election, you know? Rick Sanchez. But the uh, fix is in it. Uh, I don't mean fix in terms of uh, fixing the actual outcome, but the uh, it's the deal is sealed. And now we'll see what happens. Now we'll see what kind of right-wing paranoia and crap passes for a government in this country. And I'll say it again. we got nobody to blame but the Democrats. Don't blame the Republicans. They just went out there and did the best uh, thing they could. Greased as many palms as they could. The Republicans didn't grease as many, raise enough money, and they campaigned like crap. That, that's what it boils down to. All my Democratic friends out there, all ten of you, got nobody to blame but yourselves because they, they stunk. They stunk the joint out. And that guy that uh, faxed me yesterday, remember at the beginning of the show, oh, Bill McBride's two points ahead. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, as a matter of fact, I think he won, didn't he? He won Broward. Yeah. Not by as much as uh, people thought, but he won Broward, but not too much. Always a McBride's maid and never a McBride. 27 after 9 at 560 WQAM. Let's face it, you've been hearing about Fast Train for a long time. Let's see if it makes sense for you. You figure it out. The facts are simple. If you have the dedication, Fast Train can provide you with the necessary training to become a certified computer professional. According to the prestigious Time magazine, and they, they know their crap at Time, the demand for computer professionals will continue to get bigger and bigger and just explode, like Mo just about did this morning. Their average student completes their training in four short months, attending school three nights a week. Once you've completed your certification, Fast Train can help you in obtaining your new computer job and making some serious bucks. And by the way, George, do you ever look in the mirror and see how sloppy you dress? Yeah, all the time. 
Fast Train invites you to come and visit their train career counselor and determine which track is ideal for you. It might be, uh, what's that other track? Is it Liberty Bell? Another out-of-business track in Philadelphia. Call Fast Train 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to set up an appointment. they got four convenient locations. You'll find one near you. I'm almost sure of that. They're in Miami, Pembroke Pines, Fort Lauderdale, and now Kendall. So there's got to be, like I said, one near where you live. Don't forget to ask the career counselor for a list of students just like yourself who are currently in their dream jobs. Call Fast Train at their toll-free number, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. You could be working that new job before spring, but you got to make that call, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. But I smell it. Uh oh. Operator error. Fox News Heather. We really like to f you. Oh yeah. Fox News Heather. We really like to f you. We really like to f You're a fine looking fascist and a perfect little Nazi. I want to filter coffee through your soiled panties. Distorting news, looking smug and sweet. Flapping your lips like Ann Coulter's roast beef. Fox News, Heather, we really like to f*** you. Oh, yeah. Fox News, Heather, we really like to f*** you. We really like to f*** you. You ever think about doing kind of Lisa? Do you, bitch? You want it, don't you? Freeway, sir. You're a signal man. You're a man. The little pink froze but between your buns I'll bet it tastes like bubble gum See you next time you need a story done Since it takes a liberal to make you come Fox News, Heather We'd really like to f*** you Oh yeah Fox News, Heather We'd really like to f*** you I-33 at 560 WQM. You know what the I-man says? Don Imus, he says the people at Fox ought to be wearing sheets. Maybe they're... This is just as stupid. Yeah, it could be. I don't like that, by the way, that dropping. That's... This is just as stupid. Just as stupid? I don't like that crowd noise in the back. Well, it's from the game. Don't like it. 102 votes on the poll. What's your take on Tuesday's election results? I'm ready to leave the country, goddammit. Point me in the right direction. 38. They're all a bunch of crooks. 27. Is that crooks in... As like Nixon would say, I'm not a, yeah, from quotes. Uh, I'm ecstatic, 16. I'm suicidal, 11. And I don't give a Schmidt, 10. That's the way to look at it. Just be oblivious. There's Trent Lott. She's got her pom-poms out. Security. They want a national energy policy. Yeah, they want this. They want that. I got news for you. Uh, issues had nothing to do with this election. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It was a goose-stepping uh, election. That's right. We're in war. We're always going to be in war. Therefore, we have to, like, uh, goose-step behind our commander-in-chief, our leader, our et cetera, and so on. And that's it. That's all it was all about. Plus, the Democrats suck. Everybody knows that now. They suck. Gebhardt was on this morning. Man, I'll tell you. It's a good thing his name is Dick, because he sure is. What a... Between him and Tom Daschle, I got the collective... Joe Zagaki looks like a Mexican jumping bean compared to those two. Boring, bland, spineless, gutless. Follow what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying the Democrats lack leadership. They lack charisma. They lack excitement. They, they lack, lack a platform. They lack, they lack luster. That's exactly right. Remember, Mr. Custer? They lack luster. I'd like some custard right now, some frozen almond fudge. Hmm, that does sound good. From Don and Bob's. 
Five, six, we're not getting any food in here, Over though. I don't want to be on an eating thing because if I don't quit eating until I get out of this place, I'm going like, to gain all that weight back that I lost. Remember how good I was doing there? Right. No, this, this is an eating place. This is a goddamn food place. It's a food-pushing place. I want out. I want out of this place. It's a food-pushing place. And then I can get out of Moe's hair. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm just, I, I might have to do the... And luckily, it's Wednesday. We got the noon to one Wednesday comedy bit hour. Thank the Lord for that. Thank you. Oh, God. Because I don't want to sit here and have to do four solid hours of... Uh, and, and it's totally off the wall, you know. I thought we were going to sit here and reminisce about the election yesterday, reminisce about when we had a free country, or at least to some degree, you know, on like Monday. But uh, it, all of a sudden, this guy, and that guy that called you, an Ojean provocateur, whoever made that call, but we were glad that we got it. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Jeb Bush broke the law last night at 6.30 at my house. Yeah. He made a solicitation call, and he did not allow... Okay, good. They did not allow... 5670560. I think that was Tom Dashell, wasn't it? It sounded like Tom a little bit. Don't take it that hard, Tom. It's only an election, okay? It's only our democracy. It's only the Constitution. It's all of our freedoms. That's all it is. Don't worry about it. Just a goddamn election. America, these things aren't very important. We got important stuff like ball games to worry about. Oh! Now we're talking big hockey game tonight. Mario's coming to town. Let's look on the bright side. Leafs pulled one out of their ass. Rectum. Beat Tampa last night, four to three. Alexander Mogilny, the hat trick. Nice going there, Mo. Alexander Mogilny. Now you think if I called him Mo, he'd be upset? I don't think so. He might high stick me, might spear me a little bit, but other than that, love that Alexander Mogilny. He's a man. So as long as we got all those good things, let's concentrate. Like uh, Harvey Rubin once told me when he was Metro Commissioner when, uh, during the Mariel uh, crisis, when all the people were getting murdered all over town, and when this place was like a toilet in Dade County, even worse than now. And I got him on my show, and he says, Oh, Neil, let's not discuss all of those things. Let's talk about the good things that are happening in Dade County. Let's talk about the people that haven't got murdered yet. Kind of like that, you know. So let's look on the bright side, like Monty Python would say, instead of being a bunch of sour pie all the time, like some people around here. WQAM. Get ready for the Cyclone B, Jew boy. No oh boy. Good one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Um, first of all, let me tell you your your speech or your buddy's speech on Monday didn't help out the the half cent tax down here. So we're going to end up building that metro rail to Disney World. No, because you mean Richard Friedman? Well, first of all, yeah. they, they never heard him get to the point because after about the first 30 seconds, they were all in a coma. You know, he's a good guy, but he, you know, puts everybody to sleep. Well, I think it's, what is it, 188 miles we're going to build? I don't know. I have no, I, I don't know. I don't concern myself with those things anymore. And another thing is, More now, that you're, now that you're going to make up with uh, this character, uh, well, wait wait a minute. You... I didn't say I'm making up with anybody. I said I was the one, uh, Muff and I discussed, and then Clarence thought it was a good idea. Have a meeting, kind of clear the air, me and George and Mo and them and Greg and, uh, the, you know, at a place where all we'd be safe, like Louis in the Bronx, you know, like that. And sit <laughs> sit down and discuss, uh, you know, air it out. Because, you know, how can you possibly work together in an environment like this where somebody is taking it all so personal? I mean, this is business, and this man is taking it personal. Well, just in case, don't drink the coffee in the in the office. And uh, are you going to stop playing the skits? Am I what? Are you going to stop playing the skits? No chance. 
No, great job. Okay, have a great day. Thanks. Well, I'm not going to stop playing. Uh, say, you know what this reminds me of? It's kind of like a, a non-political or a non-ethnic Heather thing from Fox, where they try to make the big Simmons about, oh, you're a racist because you're playing Kiss a Nigger Good Morning, and you're playing Condoleezza and that stuff. Uh, we're not racist anymore. I, I am a racist, but like an average, ordinary racist, as opposed to like a virulent, black-hating racist that calls people niggers, stuff like that. I don't do that. Well, at least not in public. I, I use that word. No, I really don't. Like if I'm in I a use car it with great love. No, and I see. No, I don't. Like if I'm driving, driving on a car and some black person is driving very, very badly, I'll be screaming. Not that they can hear me, which is a good thing. But I'll be screaming, "What's wrong with you, you crazy spook?" And I, that, that, there's nothing virulent meant by that. It's just, uh, you know, just me being me. You know. It'll say, "What up, my nigga?" Or like, or like if uh, that old broad I talked about in the Cadillac the other day with her Jew canoe, and I'm screaming, "You crazy old bitch!" Well, what has that got to do with anything? Point of reference. But anyway, so it's to me, I see it as the same way. The bits that we're playing about him are no different than the ones we play about me or you or Josh Friedman or Fat Boy. Ever have Fat Boy complain about this stuff? No. They love it. They love the attention. He laughs so hard, he might die. Who? Fat, Fat Boy? Fat Boy. Oh, please. Even if he don't laugh, he might die. Let's. Uh, how's he doing? Haven't seen him recently. He's uh, on the walker. Yeah. Okay, he, I'm uh, done. Well, uh, yeah. He's on the walker. Of course, when you're on the walker, it's hard to balance that ham sandwich, you know, and, uh, unless you got one free hand. Yeah, he's got he's one of them. He's got one that. of them walkers that you only hold in the middle with one hand. His walker has a TV tray attachment. <laughs> oh man, poor fat boy. We're we're pulling for you, fat boy. You've moved way up at the top of the list at our as far as this sales crowd. Well, guess who I saw him taking a leak yesterday at the end of uh, work? Skippy. Like that. He has no idea Skipper. what. Uh, he doesn't know what planet he's on. That kid. Skippy. That's our sales crew for you, okay? We got Adam, who's a good guy. He comes in every morning. He's kind of boring, but a very good guy. Boring. And uh, and then P.D. Lenny, that if we never saw him again, it would be much too soon. Crazy person. Certifiable. Needs to be in a rubber room. Ah, Depot's got a billboard. Depot's got a... Where's your billboard? Depot's got a billboard. What kind of a place... Hey, what kind... What, uh, go find out what flavors I want, okay? P.D., go find out which flavors I'm getting. Crazy person. Anyway, no, we're not going to stop. Uh, the Neil Rogers Show will continue being the Neil Rogers Show. And whether it's Heather or Mo or anybody else that don't have a sense of humor, that, that's not my fault. That's not my problem. It's not my fault. Uh, sooner or later, you got to li lighten up a little bit, you know? If we could all lighten yeah. up and look like Shamar Moore and Heather Berry, Heather uh, Lockhart. Hallie. Hallie Berry. Did I say Heather Berry? Hallie Lockhart. Hallie, Hallie Lockhart. Well, I'm a little uh, old. And June Lockhart. See, you put that in my mind because you mentioned yesterday, her yesterday. Boston Space. When what's-his-name died. Jonathan Harris. Jonathan Harris, rest in peace. He's he will dead. be missed. He will be missed. He was great. Just like Richard Harris will be missed, but not so much because we ain't heard from him too much lately. 19 oh, till 10 at 560 WQM. On a great Wednesday, don't forget, noon to one, it's all comedy bits. And maybe today, what do you think? Should we uh, suspend playing any of those today between noon and one? No. Hey, you know, we all have different needs because everybody's health is different, your body is different. That's why, like, sometimes you take antibiotics that are good for some people, and some other uh, people are allergic to them, practically die from them. Well, the same is true with uh, supplements. Oleomed Mediterranean formulas are advanced combinations of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil with vitamins, minerals, herbals, other nutrients, specifically designed for different people. Maybe you need some help with your uh, blood pressure. Maybe some other people need help with their uh, mind, whatever. And, of course, they also have three new formulas, one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and CoQ10, which, for my money, is one of the best things for your heart you could ever take. All of these products using the benefits of the finest and purest olive oil that money can buy. I can just see all those little Italians stomping the olives with their feet. It's fantastic. Oleomed is an exciting new product which you can pick up right now at Publix and Eckerd's and Walgreens. Beware which Walgreens you can sort with because we'll get pissed off. 
For more info, call uh, Oleomed toll-free at 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can order their products and get more information on their website, too, at oleomedamerica.com. And if you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Date or Broward, you can get a coupon good for a free Larry Coker bobblehead dial while supplies last. And don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sportstown every Sunday when the Finns are playing at home. Boy, the Dolphin fans are really sour, and you know something? they got a good reason to be. Pick up some free Oleomed samples and product information. Start doing something for your health by popping Oleomed in your puss real soon. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. The bad day to quit sniffing glue. Santana. You've heard him play his Grammy performance with Rob Thomas. And on the latest hit with Michelle Branch. Everybody wants Santana on their song. So we've compiled a CD collection of every artist Santana has ever played with. Like Eminem. Two trailer park girls go round the outside. Round the outside. Round the outside. The Dixie Chicks. Andrea Bocelli. It's Santana's Licks for Everyone CD, including unreleased tracks from Carlos and John Tesh. But someday your journey will end, and I will be there for you as well. Yes, he's a guitar-playing whore who will play with anybody, except, of course, Kelly Clarkson. A moment like this. No way, man. Santana's Licks for Everyone. Order now and receive a personalized bonus track where Santana plays your very own birthday song. Happy birthday, dear Stanley. Call now. Hey, Santana, look this. After that smooth thing, man, that just turned me off. You know, they were playing it like every 14 seconds. That thing just was the biggest piece of crap. If that would have been like Jaime Schmendrick down the street who would have done that record, nobody would have ever even heard of it, much less played it. But that's just one of them things. 169 votes on the poll. What's your take on yesterday's election results? The Republicans sweeping. Even Bobby Buttermuth uh, got beat, oh! which maybe not be all that bad. Even Charlie Jesus Christ won as attorney general. The one who wants to bring back the chain gangs? Let's get Sam Cooke to uh, sing uh, Working on the Chain Gang. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, what a place. That, well, you got to laugh. You might as well laugh. See, it's one thing about me. i got a good sense of humor. Some people I know don't have any sense of humor, and, of course, it uh, doesn't serve them well. does not serve them well. 169 votes. I'm ready to leave the country, 55. They're all a bunch of crooks, which I think is the right answer, by the way. They are all a bunch of crooks. So uh, what difference does it make, you know? Not Ralph Nader. Oh. Now, he's he's uh, too much of a schmuck to be a crook. They're all a bunch of crooks, 48. I'm ecstatic, 27. I'm suicidal, 24. And I don't give a schmidt, 15. Let's see, I'm ecstatic, 27, suicidal, 24. So that's just about like evens itself out. I don't hear the sound of too many uh, bodies dropping from the top floors, you know, on, on the ground, people jumping off uh, tall buildings. How is the market doing today? Now, wouldn't you think the market would again continue uh, zooming up after this tremendous Republican sweep? Come on, you grave robbers. I don't want to see no Spider-Man. I want to see the goddamn my numbers on there. Jeez. Bop, bop, bop. Wouldn't you think instead, oh, here you go, Dow's up six. Not very exciting, you know. After they goosed it way up the last few days, now and the Nasdaq's actually down fractionally, like almost a point. Not, nothing very exciting there. You would have thought 
Because wasn't right. it Mitch Hurst that told me back in 2000 that the markets wanted Bush, 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 and that it was going to go way up? Just one more example of his uh, being full of crap. Thanks a lot, Mitch. And by the way... Loan me $50. WQAM. Yeah, I went to the poll. Yeah, okay. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, think you might be able to play that call from the, uh, the first team where the guy asked about the surgeon and uh, his toupee? From the most, first, from the first team? Well, whatever the the morning show, whatever the thing where the guy was talking to Mo, asking him if this, the guy that did his toupee was the same surgeon that did something else. Yeah. Would think you might be able to play that? You mean the doctor thing about Jay Fiedler's a surgeon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the one that goes? The uh, doctor that performed the surgery on uh, Jay Fiedler's thumb. Mm-hmm. Isn't he the same doctor that performed the uh, procedure on your toupee? Um, it's the doctor who performed the surgery. Let's think about that. What's his name? Klein. Feeler's doctor? Yeah. I don't know where he. Who, I don't know who he used. Did he use George Caldwell? I'm not sure. I I'm think not sure where he was went. Doctor, isn't he? I'm not sure where he went. Did he go to Holy Cross? I, I didn't read it. Not sure. Well, bottom line is that I don't, the doctors can't tell how long Jay's going to be out. No, you're not. You're not sure. Somewhere in least a month could be up to eight weeks. Somewhere in there. Wally on the wall with you on QM. Hi, Mo. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not Wally. Uh, you know, you can't be so vain. We were talking about Carly Simon in that song. You can't be so vain when you're old and you're wearing a bad hair piece. I mean, look, let's face it. None of us are like fashion plates in this place. We don't have, other than Miguel and uh, name me a female in this building that's really great looking. Carolyn. Carolyn. Um, you better watch yourself, mister. I watch myself. But, uh, yeah, you better take a look in the mirror before you leave the house in the morning. But anyway. But other than that, we don't have, like, a lot of really beautiful people in this building. People need to say, oh, look at that. There's, like, a real beautiful hot person. There's a real, like, fashion plate. Most of the people come here dressed like slobs like we are today because why? It's it's a it's radio, radio show. We're not, We're, We're not on television. We're not on television. We're not making some kind of a uh, appearance. We're not going out in sales like Fat Boy and having to put on a good appearance. Or like Petey Lenny, the disheveled Petey Lenny. who looks like he just crawled from out of a dumpster. I'll tell you one thing about Petey, man. He sure is. He is. He makes me look like a snappy dresser, and that's almost impossible. Seriously, he is just... I um, think he's going for comedy. You think he sleeps in that crap or what? He must. So how can you possibly be vain when you get advanced in years, when you get to be an old fart? How can you be vain about your age and about all these things? Just lighten up a little bit. It's just a radio show. It's a means to an end. We're not going to change the world here. Talking about some stupid ball game and about Ray Lucas did this and George Lucas said that and uh, Jerry Lucas did this. Who cares, you know? We're just trying to fumble our way through lives and do the best we can. That's my motto. Do the best you can under very trying uh, circumcises. But uh, we just have a situation here, and I, and I don't know if you can change. When you get to be at that advanced stage, you think it's possible for people to change and say, no. well, you know something, maybe you got a point. Now that I understand where you're really coming from, because some people don't want to understand where I'm coming from. That's what bugs me. Like Heather, she was a good example. She started with an agenda, and the she agenda was to prove it. the point that I'm a virulent racist and that liberals are all really racist and we're not going to help out the black folks, and you black folks stay home, which uh, in Broward at least a lot of them did, and everybody else too. Nice job, you folks in the media, by the way, warning everybody there'd be a two or three hour wait to vote yesterday. I'll say it again, it wasn't going to make any difference. It's not an excuse, but it's just inexcusable to be doing that. Because you scared a lot of people away. But at least we can say, look at this, we're unblemished today. Florida didn't have any more embarrassments except who we elected governor and attorney general. WQAM. Hey, Neil. 
Uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations to you. On what? For having the intelligence and the financial situation to get out of this country. Yeah. You're a very lucky person. Yes, I am. Uh, second, um, when I was growing up in all the years, I used to hear this um, slogan, you never talk politics and religion at a bar. And now I've come to realize that these two cults have so much similarity. It's unbelievable. It's like people are just following people and... You know, not even taking consideration because you're Republican. You got to vote Republican, okay? Even though he might not be the right person for the job, they automatically vote for what their party is, and not the right person. And I think that really shows how ignorant and stupid this country's getting. You should vote for the person that you think will do the best for your state. Well, guess or... what? Guess what? Maybe there ain't no person who's going to do the best for our state. How do you like that? You're probably right about that. Okay. But, you know, just calm down a little bit. Take a couple and call us uh, some other day. <laughs> Thanks. See you. Get out of here. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. And by the way, that uh, Jamaican guy, what the hell's his name? That calls him over every morning. I uh, he may still be listening now. And what the hell? And I don't want to start interfering with that show because then I'll get some more crap thrown at me. But I wish he'd call it other times than when I'm on my way to work, because he's interfering with my enjoyment of the Mo Show. Jer what the hell is his name? Jerky the Jamaican or Jamaican jerk chicken or whatever? I don't know what his name is. Every day I'm coming to work, there he is. There's the fish, you know. Let's get some new blood in there. Let's get Mo a number this month. Maybe that'll make him feel better. So maybe if it wasn't the Beast's fault, maybe it was my fault. The number wasn't like much, much bigger. You think that's it? You're fired. WQAM. Yeah, okay, good one. WQAM. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, what's up? It's Phil. How you doing? Phil? Yeah. Did you like my card? Oh, yeah. Good, good. Phil uh, from Needlelands, yeah. Boy, I, we're starting to get our own chronics now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it. Um, yeah. Hey, did uh, George give you the other pictures I sent you a while back? I don't, I don't know, know if you got them. I don't know, Phil. I'm not interested in your pictures. You, don't you... take it personal, but I'm not interested. Okay, no problem. Hey, listen, yeah, I voted blue yesterday, even though I knew we had no chance. Right. But uh, I still uh, wanted to voice my opinion. Well, anyway. blue is the word. Being from uh, relatives in Amsterdam, I say I guess blue would be the word. Yeah, blue for demo. Blue this. Uh-huh. Hey, um, anyways, as far as the poll, I'm suicidal and I'm leaving the country. Okay. Uh, yeah, number two, Boca Brian is a genius. The Heather song and the uh, one you played yesterday, I'm Embarrassed to be an American. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really great. Um, oh, and uh, another thing about Boca. Uh, not like he's paying me to do this, but... Um, sure is. Yeah, um, yeah, I got an autographed copy of his CD, and uh, it's great. Okay, Phil. In closing, Neil? Yes. Will you spank my monkey? Totsines. Totsines, Dewey. Mm. Let's see. If Mo says Marketplace one more time, I will stop listening to his show, man, says Arnaldo. Arnaldo in uh, in Miami says, I will stop listening if he says Marketplace one more time. I never, 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 I never noticed that, but I'll start listening no. for it. What's that Jamaican guy's name? Bumbaclot. No, no. Sam's serious. Have you, I don't you, know. Well, you ought to be knowing. You're monitoring that show every day. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. What's on the agenda today? And uh, It seems to me, by the way, since I'm accused of trying to undermine that show, which is a lie, that it was the Mad Dog a couple of months ago who somebody asked him, or maybe even unsolicited, said, that's a bad show, referring to our morning show. It's a New York show, two New York guys. All they talk about is New York teams. It's a New York show. It's a bad show. Now, maybe he's changed his mind on that. You know what I'm saying? A mad dog, he's entitled to do that. But he's the one that said that. We're all entitled to give our opinions. If somebody wants to come on and say this show is a show for morons or train monkeys or whatever, I have no problem with that. Okay? Anyway, what got me worked up about that? Oh, because uh, mad dog's on a schedule. They're one to three.
And also, by the way, Mr. Mad Dog, I'm going to start on him. Michigan State isn't interested in being a football power. We don't care. We've got a lot of uh, potheads and cokeheads. We don't care. He was going on yesterday about, boy, if there's ever a sleeping giant, a place there really could be the next uh, big powerhouse if they uh, get the right person there. Maybe we got more important things uh, at Michigan State to worry about, like, you know, like learning something and getting expelled from school and getting drunk, things like that, getting laid, as opposed to Michigan and uh, Penn State and you know, U of M, the same half dozen, uh, you know, football, uh, professional jock-sniffing schools. Anyway, Jim Anditch, one, Hank Goldberg at three, with Ira Winderman between four and five, kill a great hour. Then we got uh, the Shitco Panther preview between 7 and 7.30. 7.30, Panthers and the Penguins. Mario's in town. Eddie K. after the hockey game from GA. And Joe and Mark overnight. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Or David's a bitch. And now the League of Retarded Citizens will perform their rendition of Green Onions. Don't make fun. They work very hard for this. WQM, happy Wednesday to you. See, I, I'm getting faxes from people out there like, oh, you should be really depressed, and we're very sorry this happened on your birthday. I'm not, uh, am I depressed? You're just visiting. No, but, but seriously, I'm not depressed. I expected it. I'm one of the very few people who predicted it was going to be a Republican sweep. I predicted that right here on this show. Uh, you could feel it. You could smell it. You could smell the stench of defeat coming from the impotent Democratic Party who always, when push comes to shove, they always seem to be right there to let us down. And they do. They never disappoint. They always let you down. And it's not going to make a big difference anyway, because the country is goose-stepping right behind this president, right on the road to Armageddon, and we're going to have a hell of a good time. Uh. 234 votes on there. What's your take on yesterday's election results? I'm ready to leave the country, 74. They're all a bunch of crooks, 62. Right on. I'm ecstatic, 45. I'm Swiss Schmidt, 18. I don't give a good flying crap. Good for you. WQAM. Neil, Uncle Neil, happy belated birthday, my friend. Thanks, Chronic. Neil. Yeah. I love you to death, my friend. The other thing is, I'm going to Canada. Fuck them. Like I said, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Let's see. How do we do that operation? What do the doctors say? What's the doctor's name? WQAM. Hello? Yes. Oh, I love being at home. Well, your phone is sound like, are you underwater? In the bathroom, I'm, I'm bathing a dog, but I'm, 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 you hear me? I hear you, but it sounds like you're not bathing the dog. It sounds like you're in the tub underneath. But anyway, go ahead. Do your best. Uh, I just wanted to in the uh, tobacco yesterday, the Republican stuck on my husband because he lost his, his registration card and they wouldn't let him vote. Yeah. So it's his fault. Everything else is. I also wanted to uh, thank your station for running uh, one time. For running what? On a commercial. Your station ran a commercial yesterday for uh, 
So I guess it's FloridaPanthers.com. You can download a half-price coupon for tonight's game. Woo! Yeah, so I'm going. I'm Maybe, dude, I'll, see, I'll see you there. Yeah, and uh, the third thing is, you mentioned... Go Marty Straka. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, right. He's coming back tonight, yeah. He's still our boy. I love him. Um, you said uh, something about uh, Ray Lucas and then George Lucas, and it reminded me, do you think the Cubans are going to boycott Steven Spielberg's movies now because he's in Cuba? Yes. I, I hope so. Okay. Have a good evening. Do a good job there. Wash it off clean. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. Yeah, well, she was in the bathroom. Know, She's bathing her dog on a speakerphone, and it sounded bad. But I wasn't gonna like chop her off. It was better than hearing from one of those chronics again, like that Jamaican. Oh, Jamaican Paul. That's that guy's name. Just you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Every day would. Oh my God! I blame Robert Greeper for that. Well, we're trying to get even for that election, you know. Robert's okay. Although he better watch himself. Him and Zach were like rolling on the floor during that call this morning. There, they were out of control. Of course, luckily, the focus of uh, the other party there was all directed toward me, so he didn't see them rolling around in the chair. WQAM. Gamba. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. You know, I'm driving in my car around 8.53 this morning, and that dog licker, Howard David, what's that stuff with the, that guy in the control room that he's, he hears me? I mean, you got chunks of that guy in your school, man. Why don't you just play... 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the next month, good mo skits, and then I'll listen for the rest of my life. Okay. That's the new format, all mo all day. The mo we hear it, the mo we like it. Mo for your money. The mo we plan, the mo they listen. Here's a fax from Gary who says, good morning, sir, your birthday had a fall on a con- uh, conversion to a theocracy. See, I-, I had a fine birthday. I have no problem with, uh, you know, I wasn't real excited about the turnout, but that's what I expected. Could you explain how the morons in this state could vote for an amendment that reduces class sizes and for a tubster who's got devious plans to undo it? Well, they don't care. See, see, that's the deal. The people go out there and they say, well, I'll pretend I really care about education, which they don't. If the people in this state ever cared about education, we wouldn't be like sucking wind and right down there with Mississippi is the last and next to last in every category. They never cared about it and they don't care about it now, but it just sounds good. It's definitely politically correct to say, oh, our number one issue is education. Right. Give me a break. So they vote for it, and then, of course, they know it's not going to happen because he's going to make damn sure it doesn't happen, and uh, the kids will be still be going to school in porta potties and, uh, you know, all these other places with no air conditioning in the summertime. It'll be great, just like it always has been, which is another reason why nobody under the age of 100 ought to be living here because people over the age of 100 don't have little kids going to school. Then we could just close down all the schools, close down the schools and build more shuls, bring some more old Jews down. Right? Right on. Five, six, seven. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not going to get all whipped up to a frenzy about it. I'm not, I've got good article here by Thomas Friedman, the American Idol, about Bill Clinton and the Germans and the way they admire him and the reasons why. I, I'll save it, I think, for tomorrow. Gore Vidal says oil thirst behind Bush policies. But I'll save that for tomorrow also. Because today I just want to sit here and yank on my uh, in love beads. beads. Yank on my beads. Those are the biggest beads I ever saw, yeah. by the way. Well, we've got a lot of people around here with a big... Wreck them. Okay. So maybe that's the reason. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Hello to both you and George. Always a pleasure to listen to you guys. Uh-huh. A couple comments on our fantastic election. I, I think you were right. I don't think the Democrats had much to say. They didn't seem to uh, do any acting. They just reacted to Republican stuff. They voted against everything the press said. and They got out of step with the mainstream. Who is behind our illustrious president? So... 
I, I guess if you're going to go out and slam the president and vote against everything the president does when the president's the most popular president we've had in a long time, you're going to get thrown out of office. Well, I no, have you, no have to present, you have to present an alternative. They could say the economy but was a didn't. disaster, and correct. they presented no alternative. That's but correct. They didn't. They reacted. They didn't act. They didn't say, hey, just, just to, just to say idea. the economy is in a mess and we're in another recession but and then no, not have any uh, alternative for what you're going to exactly. do about it, that doesn't convince too many people. Exactly. They simply said, no, we don't like what the president's doing, so we're going to vote against and, and it. You know, and you know why they didn't do it? Because they were scared. If you're running scared, you're going to lose. No, no, actually, these are the same people who now gore for president a couple of years ago. Now, I don't like Bush. I really find him distasteful with the religious crap and all this other crap. And dumb, yes. Well, you know, you know where I'm coming from. Ignorant. But I, I'm not real Almost impressed retarded. with how Al Gore, who ran for president, could have been stupid enough to have come in at a time when the economy was good and, a, mm -hmm. and you know, everything was cool. Mm -hmm. And how did he manage to lose? Well, you got to be pretty stupid to have lost against George W. Bush. Absolutely correct, sir. That's right. So that was the best the Democrats could it's do. It's called so snatching again, the feet from the jaws of victory. That's right. Yeah, okay. And and what happened this time with and you'll guy, notice And you'll notice here was one of the most popular presidents in history that he didn't want to campaign with him in, like, Arkansas and the Clinton's oh. home state and wound up losing just about the whole deep yeah, south so, as a result of it. So, so, so the guy spilled a little semen on a blue dress. Yeah. He still was a great... Brilliant president, good guy, and well liked and well respected. Yes. Now, so now we have 9/11 come along, and Bush, whether we like him or don't like him, he handled it don't. at least as well as Gore would have handled things. No. And so he comes across as a strong, protect America kind of a guy. No, he doesn't. We look, look. Let me say he this to you. Across. See, no, you're making it much too complicated. Okay. If issues like that would have been important, like here in Florida, we just had the boatloads of Haitians. It showed very clearly that this whole thing about homeland security is just like the dog and pony show they're doing at the airports. We're not Correct. safe. There's no homeland security. It's just it's just a dog and pony no, show for the no public. So to suggest that is because he's doing such a great job in the war on terrorism, where we haven't caught Osama, we haven't caught this one. I mean, uh, that, that's not the we issues had nothing to do with it. Issues had nothing to do with it. The fact is, the Democrats came across as weak, need and impotent, and they lost. McBride situation. Very closing, quick, yes. And I'm going to let you run. Yes, you are. I'm going to run. I'm sorry. But here's the deal with McBride. McBride comes up and makes some announcement that I've got this plan for better education for the kids and we're going to blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then somebody says, where's this money going to come from, yeah. dude? And he goes, and he comes up with an answer that a third grade math student can figure out is wrong. Mm -hmm. Then the same electorate who votes against McBride, who wants more education, votes for a constitutional amendment that's going to raise our taxes right. through the roof. Right. And you know what? I, and you'll agree with me on this. I know you Maybe. will. You're brilliant. You're brilliant. Yeah. Don't argue with me. In closing, brilliant. yes. In closing, lousy parenting causes lousy grades. Good kids from good families whose parents care get good grades in our crappy schools. And the kids who come from cockroach families don't do too well in school, and their parents don't. I do say let's put them all in a goddamn pup tent. Forget the air conditioning. Forget about anything else. And the textbooks, and have a great day, boy. Pa 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 pa. He was worked up like the East Pot fan. Only a little more articulate. It's 11 after 10 at 560 WQM. Hey, if that bald spot is getting to be a real sore point with you, you know, because a lot of you guys are vain, and a lot of you guys also aren't getting laid at all. And, other, and a lot of guys out there just aren't getting ahead in life. They're not getting ahead. Well, the answer is have some hair. Believe me, we got people around here who are just obsessed with hair. If you are, get some hair from Charles Alfieri. Because at least if you're going to put something on your head, make sure it looks natural and looks good. And that's the key. The natural hairline system looks like it's the real thing, like it's grown right out of your scalp. Not like some grotesque animal from outer space. Oh, by the way, how about that Smallville last night? From outer space, dot in your head.
Well, that really must have been a small spaceship, you know, because John just picked that thing up and put it right on the back of the pickup. Right. Well, it was that lightweight metal, you know, from Krypton. I see. Kind of like my glasses. Maybe it was titanium. Or maybe it was part of the Titanic. It was Kryptonian. Anyway, here's the deal. Call Charlie Alfieri. What they'll do is they'll bring you in there. They'll set up a consultation. No obligation. And they'll sit your ass down and show you just how, how the system works and how much better and younger you guys can look and how they can make your bald spot disappear forever. Got nothing to lose but that ugly, grotesque, shiny spot on your head. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413. Mention the Rogers. Save an extra 200 bucks off the regular price. 1-800-321-2413 and get some hair back today. Or check them out on the web at charlesalfieri.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAF. My junior, honey. They keep on coming. There is a girl in extra wide jeans. A girl whose head weighs a ton. And she's living with the women and the funny play toys in the house of the lesbians. But first I need a little pot. When she was young. At a restaurant with a boy He didn't know that she was gay Until he noticed Each time they went out She went for the seafood buffet Just look at all Rosie's Dyke Sisters now just look what they have done. Jesus Christ. The minute she comes home from work to that door, well, off her panties come. Oh, we apologize for that. She laid it down to stop publishing the rosy mag. Left a laid off staff, not paid. And Rosie's girlfriend, who's pregnant right now, I guess she just only got laid. There is a girl with extra wide jeans. Entertainer she's become. And she goes by the name of Rosie. In the house of the lesbians. 1018 at 560 WQM. Here's the facts from, oh, Dave the Cop. Well, I haven't heard from him in a long time, and that's a good thing. I guess he's faxing now, not calling. Good. He says Clinton's departure from the White House caused a terrible leadership vacuum. Uh, Minnesota was lost to fence-sitters after that ridiculous funeral service pep rally for Wellstone. The Democrats turned off everyone. Well, I'll say it again, and I don't doubt that that had quite a bit of impact. But if that's if that's the, and supposedly Minnesota, they're like intellectual, you know, they're educated, they're better than the rest of us. If that's the factor that's going to decide what you're going to cast your vote on, then uh, why bother? Well, look at that, Mark Pryor in Arkansas, chalk up up for the Democrats. Oh! That was about it. That was the only one. And every other single close race, at least South Dakota is still like up for grabs, I think, within 100 votes. They're not finished. 
That looks like the Republican there may eke it out or not. Tune. But uh, all the other close ones, Carnahan in Missouri, she just barely got beat. And then, of course, Catherine Townsend Kennedy in Maryland. I'm going to tell you to show you how impotent the Democrats were. Uh, not only was her name Kennedy and she got beat, but this is in a state, Maryland, where it's against the law to be a Republican, I think. I mean, no Republicans ever win in Maryland. But she managed to, again, grasping defeat from the jaws of victory. And what, what qualification did she have anyway to be governor? She was no Spiro Anus. 287 votes on a poll. What's your take on Tuesday's election? I, I, we're having a party. We're so excited about it. Hudson coming? Yes, he is. Wayne Arnold is coming today. Oh! That's right. We're tossing aside our sack, and we're bringing out the old the good stuff. Have a little celebration here from Wayne Arnold's Royal Castle. And our good buddy Hudson, who whips up a mean Neely burger with or without cheese. Who's that in the doorway there? Some communist? Who is that? It's Pete. It's your best friend. Petey Lenny? Yes. Hey, go put some real clothes on, okay? Wait till you scumbag. Those things stink. I, I, I guarantee he, he sleeps in that thing, whatever that, that suit. Maybe Greg can make him a deal or a trade-off for some good suits. Probably spoil his image. You better look at the mirror before you leave the house in the morning, Pete. I don't. Where are we going, line nine? I'm, I'm so confused with this phone thing now, you know? Although the show is just taking off like crazy now, we're taking calls again. I tried to tell Tom Jickaman, this idea of yours is not taking calls. It sucks, Tom. WQIM. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, good news. Uh, according to ABC News, um, Tim Johnson, the Democrat in South Dakota, is ahead by 500 votes. All right. And, well, and it's 100% precinct reporting. Well, there you go. See, we pulled one out of our ass. But you know, you're and talk- you know who feels better about that? Dashell. Tom Dashell. He's thinking, oh, my God, is this embarrassing? That's like when Gore lost Tennessee, you know? Right. He saved face. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he saved you know, puss. You're confusing a sweep or, you know, control of Congress with a landslide. I mean, this is a mixed election. This wasn't a sweep of no, landslide. No, no, no. The country, is, the country is divided right down the middle. But, but see, the thing of it is in an election, as you know, it, it's like a horse race. In a race, horse race, you don't have to win by three lengths to be the winner. And the same in an election. If you win by ten votes or if you fix it by 500, uh, you're the winner. So well, you don't have to have a sweep. In addition to which, uh, the power goes on the basis of the number of people in the Congress. It's got nothing to do with how many votes they won by. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with the Democrats is that they're trying to be like Republicans. It's Me Tooism. They're trying to imitate them instead of... Well, I, I said that yesterday. I said that back in the early 80s, Reagan, did, and that was when they first started this with their good right-wing, uh, born-again Christian friends, uh-huh. is to make the word liberal a dirty word. So all of a sudden, the spineless Democrats, all, almost all of them, backed away from that. Oh, yeah, we're not liberal, and they try to be more and more centrist and less and less uh, liberal, and uh, that's a pile of crap. What's wrong with being liberal? Well, but the problem is they're not offering an attractive alternative. Right. What is their message? They have no message. That's correct. And... Um, and, you know, unless they do that, they're going to lose, continue to lose. Now, as far as 2004, I see it as Kerry and Robert Rubin, the former um, Treasury Secretary. How about Ellis Rubin? No, I think Robert Rubin, the, as the vice presidential nominee, yeah. would be the strongest um, um, strongest ticket. Well, they, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be planning that far ahead, the way that the, this administration is going. You know, we're on that road to Armageddon. We might get there before 2004. But if the so Democrats make... nominate Al Gore, my God. Oh, I mean, oh not, see, now, now we may have to cancel that order for lunch. Now you just spoiled my day a little bit. Hey, please Neil, please love, don't say that. I love that um, that Fox News Heather bit. That is just, that is the great. Well, you'll be hearing at least 20, 30 times. No, how about 30, 40 times? Okay, you got it. All right, Neil. See ya. Yeah, he's right. If they uh, so uh, Tim Johnson pulls it out of his ass in South Dakota, the Democrats must have found a couple hundred dead people. Well, you know, it's easy to find in South Dakota because there's so much open space. I've never been there. Have you been in there? South Dakota? Yeah, yeah I've been through there. They got some badlands. The bad-ass they know North badlands? Dakota, which is featureless. Oh. 
a blank plane of kind yellow like the grass. Everglades. No, no, the yellow Everglades has some animals oh. and character. Well, so uh, so what is it now? Instead, of, let me do my math. Let's see, forty-eight. No, that's not right, is it? Fifty-one. Yeah, I think that's right. Fifty-one, forty-eight, and one. The independent. Well, they keep showing it over and over again. Well, no, they they but they just change it because if South Dakota went to the Democrats, if he pulled it out of it, that was close as a witch's uh, tight as a witch's ass. Alaska, look at that, Stevens. Well, who cares about them up there anyway? You know, we're gonna screw them up. Five six seven oh five sixty. They'll be selling. <laughs> five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. We're gonna send Grace Slick up there first, and then the Oil Slick. WQAM. Hey Neil, what's going on? How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm good, kind of. Uh, you know, your birthday will forever be remembered as Black Tuesday. So, but <laughs> you had a good birthday anyway. Well, you know, when you get to be sixty, I think in, in more ways than one, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been pondering this whole situation, and I think you're right. You can't get too bent out of shape because uh, even if the Republic, Republicans control the Senate, you know, the Senate's the moderating force in the in the Congress anyway. Um, a lot of the right-wingers are unable to get a lot of their stuff unamended through mm-hmm. the Senate. Not to mention, of course, those right-wing judges, baby. But that that is the scary thing, though, is that they might be able to get some of those wackos through now because of the majority. That's the scary part. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so just don't get caught doing anything bad on a federal level. Oh, you're man. You're going to get fried or fried mm-hmm. to a chain gang. Or I, now, like forget that. about doing anything. I wouldn't be thinking about anything bad would be, I think, the thought police. Ascroft's working on the thought police now. Yeah, you know, he's turning the... the like, like, like that thing in Delaware where they arrest you if they think that you're, if they believe you're thinking about committing a crime. Oh, yeah? That's well, true. That's, that's in the state of Delaware. Pre-filing. Yeah. What is this, East Germany? Are they the Stasi? How do they know You know what people are They saying? know. They know, mister. Don't be asking any questions. They know. They have this. They, yeah. It's kind of like Santa Claus. They know who's been naughty and nice. They've been checking the list twice. Okay, well, despite all this mess, I think the best attitude to take is probably like Nero while uh, Rome was burning. Just play the liar and laugh. I got my Stradivarius right now. I'm fiddling on it. Fantastic. Have a great day. Okay. I'm playing a tune on my Stradivarius. In fact, I got my anal love beads and my Stradivarius. I like that. Fat boy's whomping down the hall there with his walker. With his, uh, that's good. A TV tray on a walker. I like that. Probably the only guy in you America. You can hear him coming from a mile away. That's what they say at Treasure Island. Squirt, squirt. Five six seven oh five sixty. Maybe it's just the grunting and groaning. I guess it might have something to do with it. Well, when you weigh six hundred pounds, I got to play that uh, rosy thing again. Not the one I just played. The other one. I, a day without that. It's like a day without sunshine. That's what Anita would say. Uh, by the way, I see Bob Kuntz, Kuntz got uh, some votes. Do you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Let's see. He got 1% in uh, Broward. Oh, yeah, 1% yeah. 3,700 in Dade. And uh, 2,300 in Broward. Yeah. Damn good thing it wasn't a close election. Damn good thing. You silly faggots out there voting for somebody just because he's a professional fag and been running for political office all his life instead of getting a reasonable job and doing something useful with his life and running around peddling bumper stickers on street corners forever. That's a, that's a life. That's a freaking life. Bob Kunz. 26 past 10 at 560 WQM. Don't forget the Mad Dog's coming at 1. And then we got the Humper at 3 with Ira Winderman at 4. And if you don't like NBA, listen anyway. Hank needs your help. And then at uh, 7 o'clock, we got the Shitco Panther preview. 7.30, Panthers and the uh, Penguins. Los Penguins. Mario's in town. Marty Straka back in the lineup tonight. Pretty sad when you go to see your local team because they're playing somebody interesting, you know, because our local team. Oh, 
And then Eddie K. after the hockey game, our boy from GA, Joe and Mark, the Dirty Boys, overnight to be consorting with their pals. Hey, let me tell you about a great place to go. We're going to have a feast for lunch here, not as big as the feast you can have yourself at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. I'm not talking about a meal. I'm talking about a real, honest-to-goodness, down-home feast. I mean, you go in there and you can eat and eat, and they do. The people who go in there, they go back, and they don't mind, because that's what it's all about. The best Chinese buffet you'll find in the universe. Even better than that crispy beef I had in Toronto with Rimmer. In Sunrise, North Miami Beach, the newest location in Pembroke Pines, start out your mouth-watering experience with one or all of six different fantastic soups. They've got dozens and dozens of entrees, oriental, and all kinds of other good stuff, too. And, of course, featuring oriental surf and turf on the weekends and New York strip steak made to order at the Gourmet Center, a sizzling Asian grill featuring all of these things, teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, and hand-carved prime rib. The Emerald Coast also doesn't use any crap. There's no MSG, and they use only cholesterol-free oils in all of their cooking, too. And their buffet features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, and fresh shrimp cocktail, too. Maybe you'll run into Greg there sometime because he likes that sushi, man. He likes uh, having food that looks back at you. One requirement, try to save some room for dessert. they got pies and cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit. they even always be having watermelon over there for you folks that would be liking your watermelon. It's an unforgettable meal, an unforgettable feast at the Emerald Coast. Like I said, three locations. There's Joe Costello just came in from uh, fresh from consorting. You'll find them uh, in Sunrise, Pylon on 44th Street, Collins Avenue just north of 163rd North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Road in most prestigious Pembroke Pines. Take out delivery, too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. While you're there browsing through the 8,000 different selections, look for the new Oriental Chicken Salad, too, at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Good can't keep his packer in his pants. You should have supported your own station. Well, I, I don't understand. Well, hold it, hold it. What is one thing I don't understand? Well, one thing has to do with another. I'm on a network show that happens to be carried on another station in the marketplace. Also, so Hank should go on everybody's show opposite yours at the same time. You think Hank should go on their station when you're on the air? If Hank Goldberg appears on another radio program that happens to be carried in the marketplace, it's a network show, and it happens to be on opposite me, I don't give a damn don't about that. Damn, right? I, why would I care about it? Why does that matter? It's called competition in numbers, Howard. You know the business. You know how it works. I just don't think you want to support Neil Rogers. Well, now you're bringing up something that's completely different. No, I think that's, I think that's the biggest problem you got. You don't like Neil Rogers, and you, you wanted to go opposite of him, and you really didn't care who you offended. Well, what, 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 why don't, why don't I tell you what. Since the man is standing in the control room right now, why doesn't Neil Rogers tell you? Tell me. Since, the day, I walked, since the day I walked into this place, he's done everything he can to undermine this program. Since we're now getting down to brass tacks, I'll look him right in the eye and tell him right now to his face. I think you brought some of that on yourself. You blame... Now, why am I even bother arguing? Whether or not I'm appearing on a network show, what the hell does that have to do with anything? And if the object is to get me pissed off, didn't. Trust me when I tell you it didn't. It's 853 at QAM. You never know who will call Tony Bruno on 940 Fox Sports Radio. Howard Davis, voice of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> uh, i tell you what, and, and you don't need the shameless plug, but I, I listen to you guys every day, and you guys are doing a hell of a job. It's fun to listen to, and O'Brien, I mean, the whole thing you guys are doing there is great. What? Did I hear that right? Back up the tape. I listen to you guys every day, and you guys are doing a hell of a job. It's fun to listen to, and O'Brien, I mean, the whole thing you guys are doing there is great. Wow. Even Mo Howard David listens to Tony Bruno on 940 Fox Sports Radio. Exactly. 9.33 at 5.60, WQM. A little uh, contretemps this morning. See, it was a bad move. Whoever left that door in there, the control room wide open. That's, that was a bad move. Made Let's for blame a Robert. ugly scene. Oh, you hadn't heard that yet, Tommy. Oh, Tommy's wearing his rain catcher hat again today. Maybe it'll lower his voice an octave or two. 
5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T in Verizon. See how Joe just gets up and walks out? He don't want to be stuck in the middle because he's the he's the main man. He's the Tommy doesn't care. I'm not talking about Tommy. I'm talking about Joe. Forget about Tommy. He's small potatoes. Anyway, 333 votes, which were halfway to 666. What's your take on yesterday's election results as the Democratic Party once again laid a big <laughs> fat egg? I'm ready to leave the country, 101. They're all a bunch of crooks, 95. What time is lunch coming, by the way? I'm starved. Hour. I'm ecstatic, 70. I'm suicidal, 41. And I don't give a Schmidt, 26. How do you like that? So anyway, we're working on that meeting for Louis in the Bronx. Not right away, but down the road a little bit. Oh, you got the word? Yeah. Well, I got a friend there at the uh, precinct. that WQAM. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Hey, I love your show. I always listen to it. Yeah. I have. I need to touch three points with you. If touch you allow me. One. I, one of the things that uh, the Republicans. Why are you? Have, why are you whispering? Because I'm working. I see. Okay. Okay. Me too. One of the things that the Republicans have in their advantage is that the platform. They're, they're together. They're not divided. And Democrats are. Uh huh. I mean, inside the Democratic Party. Well, if, have, if that's the case, then how come there were so many Republicans against the, uh, invading Iraq? Well, so I, many. I, I don't know, but let me just tell you that the, the, there is a the, the Democratic Party is yeah. And how come? From, how about Richard Shelby, who's the head of the? Uh, it, have, uh, it comes from different spectrums. We have the liberal, we have the non-liberal. No, no, but how come Richard Shelby was uh, screaming and yelling about the incompetence of the CIA and the FBI and about the poor job the administration did that's uh, fine, before? That's fine, that, but yeah, go ahead. I, I agree with you, but, let but me he's just a Republican. Let me just tell you something. Well, he just went out bullying the big tobacco. No, there are a whole bunch of them. But anyway, go ahead. I mean, you know, I mean, the way I see it is that the Republican Party is super, super, they have their platform, they know what they, they talk about. Mm -hmm. the, the Democrats, we don't have help from anybody. The media, it's just pounding at us. And another thing is that the Republicans have so much money. I mean, so much money. Unfortunately, this election was decided And ever since money. they had that sheet sale at Penny's, the Fox News people have become a lot more dangerous, too. Well, yeah. And you know what? I mean, these people have... Their, their package is filled with money. Mm -hmm. But McBride lost. It wasn't because he wasn't a good candidate. He was. It's just that he did not have well, he enough ran a money pretty, to He ran a pretty crappy campaign. And, and the caller before was right. The second debate, that was what cooked his goose. Well, yeah, thanks to Tim Rosser, which I, I lost totally my respect for him. I mean, Tim Rosser pounded McBride, and he gave a, 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 a slide to Jeb Bush, if you remember, if you recall. I, I didn't watch it. I, why, why would I watch the debates when I already knew who I was going to vote for? Why did I, I wish I didn't vote anyway? Well, yeah, well, why would I bother doing that? I mean, that? today's a sad day. It's, it is really No, it's not. Sad. Yes, it is. For why? me, it is. For me, it is. Why is it a sad day? Well, it is. I mean, the Democrats, I mean, they didn't go out and vote. Don't you understand that the, both political parties stink? Don't you understand that? I don't think We're so. We're screwed. The average person in this country is screwed and tattooed. I, I don't think so. I think the Democrats have been doing a good job. Of by, doing what? Well, by promoting... Oh, of losing, of losing every key election uh, uh, under the sun? Well, thanks to the media that they, every time that we want to open our mouth and talk about the economy, nobody wants to listen. No, they haven't wanted to open their mouth and talk about the economy. They don't have any plan for the economy. All they want to do is say the tax cuts were bad and it screwed us up and put us in a recession. Every but they time, have no alternative. They haven't time. brought us anything to the table. Bring it to the table, baby. Mabel, black label, bring it to my table. But thanks for the call. She's she's too worked up for me. I don't want to get all depressed. She's depressed. 
I understand that. It's, but it's not like a football game, okay? See, too many people view politics. Hey, the Republicans, hey, we the, the Democrats. It's all a bunch of crooks like that poll says there. Look at that, 103. 29% of the people in this audience say, what difference does it make? They're all a bunch of crooks anyway. And they're right. It's just that some crooks are a little more dangerous than the other ones, but they're all a bunch of crooks. And this business, and I guess it worked in New Jersey okay, but this business up there in Minnesota that we're going to, you know, dust the water out of the mothballs and bring them out didn't work too good. I thought he was pretty good in that debate the other day when I saw of it, but, you know, the problem is people don't listen to the substance. Uh, that, that's, that's America for you when you're dealing with so many stupid people. It's the sizzle, not the substance. That's right. All they want to see is, oh, this uh, this Norm Coleman guy, he looks like he's under the age of 100 and he's still alive and can maybe walk a little bit. Walter, he looks like he, uh, he uh, is embalmed. He looks like they just turned him loose from Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. And like I said, he looked 74 going on 104. He he did. He didn't look uh, good. Plus, his speak, he can barely speak, you know. Not knocking his uh, positions or his politics. I'm just knocking the fact that. Plus, of course, remember, where's the beef? Yeah. That was, I mean, it was a good line, but it was a, you know, didn't do too good against Ronnie Reagan. Didn't do too good. So, stop and think about the great choices the American public's had in these presidential elections. I mean, not that we had one, but just in general. Stop and think about them. Michael Dukakis and George uh, Herbert Walker Bush. Oh. Walter Mondale and Ronald Reagan. Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. Al Gore and George W. <laughs> Bush. Don't forget on the state level either. I understand that, but that's what it boils down to. That's why people say, well, it's a lesser of two evils. Well, what kind of a goddamn country is that? There's Mondale. On his success. Yeah. Okay, Walter, good luck to you. Poor Walter. I mean, I, I like Walter Mondale. I think he's a pretty good guy, but he's 400 years old. You know, it doesn't work too well. What were they going to do? They had they were, they were desperate. And then, of course, some people are going to say, well, you know, that plane crash is awfully suspicious. I don't think so. But there will be some paranoid assholes who will say that. Some people make comedy bits about that. And they will not get played on this show. And it's certainly not too late to stop that. Check. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the, a oh, it is too late, on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I'm sure he don't waste any time. The Bokemeister. He's all right. There's this a money store right over here across uh, the street. Yeah, I'm sure he goes there right on, on the way back up the Hershey Highway, on the way back up the Ho Chi Minh Trail. So that's good. That at least offers me some hope. The fact that there's an open door to this meeting so we can kind of clear the air a little bit. Well, there's certain things that are musty in this place. That's a good reason I'm getting out of here fairly soon. Uh, it's kind of musty, you know. Some hair pieces, a little musty, that cashmere bouquet. Who else was it that came in uh, a few days ago and smelled, shook my hand? Somebody uh, I like. But smelled my hand and all day long. It was, oh, God, I wanted to, like, uh, take a shower. Who was that? It was a few days ago. Someone came in here I hadn't seen in quite a while. Tor Stratford? No. Oh, no. He don't. He don't smell like the uh, like no, uh, the crow. People that have been in there. Oh, the, the crow. Who it might have been. And you know something? Who was sitting in there with the day the crow was in? Was it Me? Carlos? Me. Carlos also, I think, was it? Somebody was in there. Okay, yeah, that's right. We're and I said, there. do you see what I'm saying? Nobody ever believed me about that. He, I think he, like, jumps into a tub of cashmere bouquet before he leaves the house every day. The crow. Sure, a lot quicker than taking a shower. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. Let me tell you, a great place you want to go and hang out. In fact, this would be a great place to go tonight. Get away from all the stress of yesterday's elections. Pompano Park. Go and plunge your guts out, baby. Lose thousands or maybe win thousands, whatever. 
Pompano Park is open for live harness racing every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, three nights a week. Don't forget the earlier new post time, 7.15 p.m. Free general parking, free clubhouse and grandstand admission every afternoon and night. So come out for an evening of great harness racing action. And don't forget, on the fourth floor, you can uh, treat yourself to a private box or enjoy a Ben & Jerry's Hot Fudge Sunday or a slice of uh, Bilotti's Pizza, a slice of pizza. And don't forget, every Wednesday like tonight is dollar night. You can get you a draft beer, hot dog, soda, large pretzel, or popcorn for only a buck apiece. And Pompano Park's excellent top-of-the-park restaurant on the sixth floor is open every live racing night, including tonight for fine dining featuring Chef Kirk Lede's nightly specials and the best seafood steaks and prime rib dinners in town. I eat there. It says, in, even I, Neil Rogers, enjoy eating. It's a, even I, even a fat old fag like me, enjoy eating there. And, of course, I eat for free, so I like it even more. Every seat at the top-of-the-park restaurant offers a panoramic view of the races with a private TV monitor. Oh, look at that. looks like Mickey Mc, McNichols coming down a stretch. He'll finish fourth again. There's also that great all-you-can-eat buffet on the fourth floor players' lounge, only 10.95 per person every racing night. And of course, when it comes to simulcasting, every day night starting at noon, seven days a week, Pompano Park's got it going for you with highlight harness and thoroughbred racing action. So for a great night away from all the tourists and the stress and grief, take the whole gang out for a great night tonight. Get lucky at Pompano Park, Powerline Road, a block south of prestigious Atlantic Boulevard in Pompano Beach. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. And now awaited from our good friends at Oinkakark to travel. Aspen, Colorado. That's the place to go if you like skiing. Imagine for a moment you're on the slope. You put your knees together, bend slightly forwards, and then you grab your pole while you put the other hand on the edge of the table. <coughs> this is unacceptable. Who wrote this? I think it was I. Nah, nah, not Mr. Zipcode. I know who's responsible for this sabotage. This is the handiwork of that faggot Chew Poof and that trained guamalovin' monkey of his. Well, the joke's on them. Why, I'll have you know, I got connections in New York. Former New York Jets announcer. Send them in. He'll see you now. Thanks. Get out of my way. Godfather, what do you know? What do you say? Mo, my most recalcitrant friends, what can I do for you on the day of my daughter's abortion? I'm here to demand that you grant me a favor. I want to sanction a hit on Neil Rogers. What have I done to be treated with such disrespect? Oh, Godfather, I'm at the end of my rope. Every day they got me raped, using my name in vain. I'm just making fun of my veins. I don't know what to do. I'm weak and I'm old. You can act like a man. You know who I am? You're a man who deserves respect, so here's a ticket to Vegas. Vegas? Who needs Vegas? Get me afraid. I already live in paradise. Stop. You don't talk to a man like Mo Howard like that. I want you to take care of our friend Mr. Mo over here. Sure, Pop. Okay, take your pants off, fella. Let me show you a good time. Get your hands off me, you big dummy. I ain't dumb. Not dumb, you're stupid. Yeah, but not like they say. Give me a hand here, will you, Luca? Hey, I'm out of there, Craig. Shove a towel in his mouth to keep him quiet, okay? <laughs> Shut up and take the Jenko plunge. <laughs> Twelve minutes before 11 at 560 WQAM. Here's a fax from Uncle Bill in Royal Palm Beach who says it's the QAM, is the, is the QAM van. He's, ever, he's not going to make it. I don't think I am either. 
Is the QAM van ever going to make it up to Palm Beach? You know that you're number one in your time slot up here, unless that big George is doing the show. Well, thanks a lot, Uncle Bill. So I said, I'm number one unless you're doing the show. Maybe they just don't like Spix in Royal Palm Beach. That's all right. They're on their way, okay? So you guys who think you're so smart up there, they're on their way. Here's a great cartoon from one of our regular cartooning factors. Shows the Capitol building with a big sign that says Arbeit macht frei with the gates in front of it. And here's a, a little character. It looks kind of like Dr. Mengele to me walking with his GOP satchel on his way. It says, Willkommen, New Congress. Well, that's the way it goes. Good luck to all of you who live in the U.S. Here's a poll worker. I don't think I'm going to take the time to read this long fact from the poll worker in Broward. is upset with that nice lady that was washing her dog. I'll just read this part. To the dog-washing bitch who called and said they wouldn't let her husband vote, F you and your husband. <laughs> we bent over backward to make sure everyone could legally vote at our precinct, but we had people come in here who were not registered to vote at our precinct, so we had to send them to the precinct where they were registered. We had people come in who had already requested an absentee ballot. You can't let them vote again. There are procedures to follow, yada, 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 and closing the new Heather Fox bit uh, kills me so, uh, it's so goddamn funny. Poll worker and proud. Well, nice job, sir. They had a really, uh, pretty good job. We had a couple of complaints early yesterday, which had nothing to do with the poll workers. It had to do with a couple of malfunctioning machines. But nevertheless, I mean, why nitpick about that? So you voted for McBride and it showed up Bush, you know. Why get excited about that? Maybe there were only like two, 300,000 machines like that, but I doubt it. Now, the fix was already in because uh, McBride stuck his foot down his throat. Unprepared, weak campaign. Democrats just aren't up to it. They're not up to the challenge. You know what I'm saying? They're not, uh, they just don't have the uh, stuff anymore. Remember that movie, The Right Stuff? Democrats have the wrong stuff. George, of course, has the good stuff. 389 votes. Yeah, he wishes he had the good stuff. He keeps insisting I bring it back from Amsterdam, and, of course, it's not worth it. What's your take on Tuesday's election results? I'm ready to leave the country, 115. They're all a bunch of crooks, 114. I'm ecstatic, 82. I'm suicidal, 48. And I just don't give a schmidt. 30 people said that out of 389. Lunch is on the way from Wayne Arnold. Our good buddy Hudson will be here in no time. And I'll have some Neely Burgers, some White Hots. Drumettes, which you don't like, but they're no, the best in the city. I don't like drumettes. And you want to know why? Because breaded. they're breaded and deep fried. Mm. Breaded and deep fried, which will kill you extra fast. Anything boiled in fat. Blah. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm a moron and a trained monkey, and I want to thank you for having a show especially designed for me. Good. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Yeah, we got a lot of trained monkeys out there and morons, and that's uh, why we have such big numbers. I mean, the majority of people aren't there, and even even when it comes to the sports nerds, you know, even some of them have a sense of humor. Not too many. Most of them take it very serious. When we go out there, we want to really kick some ass. And the guy who gave that aren't we blessed, it never dawned on me again. Boy, that guy must be psychotic now. Not only did we have the bad weekend last weekend, but then after a Saturday with that shaky Rutgers game, and then Monday night with a Green Bay game. And I'm so sick and tired of the people on this radio station uh, sucking up for Ray Lucas, man. Okay, so the first half he wasn't that bad. And, no, he didn't lose the game all by himself. But, my God, this kid is tragic. He's pathetic. Why can't the people on this radio station tell it like it is? I've been around the block a few times. They see more goddamn football games in my time than most of these people in their whole lifetime. In fact, in the average season, I see more than these people in my time because I got the package while they're sitting there glued to the Dolphin game. That kid is pathetic. He is not ready for prime time. Oh, well, it wasn't all his fault. And then he had that stinger. He's always got a stinker. He had a stinger, and then he came out with a stinger, that Ray Lucas. Another trained monkey. WQAM. Neil. Yes, ma'am. Did you have a nice birthday? Great, the best. It sounds like you did. So. Oh, this is flow? Yeah. Oh, chronic flow. Get out of here. 
What? No, she wants to call to tell me. No, I don't. It's not that I don't appreciate the. Uh, well, I gave the right name. I read the card. It was uh, uh, Lon and Flo, whatever it was, or whoever. I read whatever was on the card. Right. 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 We had a Thanks very from much. Her a voicemail from the flower right. people. Right. Thank you very much. I mean, what? They didn't get credit for it. See, I don't understand no, that. You said Mindy. I did not say Mindy. I, I bet you a lot of money on that. I didn't say no Mindy. Well, we got the tape. Of I might have said something about Mork and Mindy, but I didn't say they were Dork and Mindy. I didn't say anything about Mork and Mindy or just playing Mindy or any Mindy. who used to be on Guiding Life, by the way, which I never see anymore, God damn it. What channel is uh, CBS on here real quick? Four? Oh, it's not oh, three. on four. This cable blows. Man, this cable really sucks. Oh, three. Oh, there it is. Then I'll just have to oh, show this tape. Joan. And you'll lose Did I call her Jackie? And your hotel. Same difference. Like I said, there's... Alexander. One right and the other one sucks. And Olivia. Ah, oh, looks like a real contratops there between Alexander and Olivia. And I'm missing all the Guiding Light stuff. How come I can't get no Guiding Light spy reports? Because we have no women calling in on the show, except the ones who want to tell us. Uh, that was me that sang you the... Thanks a lot, Flo. Well, you were the one that was bitching her out before the show today. You were getting psychotic. You sure as hell were. You had a voicemail on there, and then you had a voicemail from the florist, and you had 16 other voicemails. I, I gave credit, and then, of course, it's got this heavy rock at the bottom, too, which, which you thought, I thought was, was candy. Chocolate. Well, okay. I dug right so into there's it. another reason. Next time, put chocolate on the bottom, Flo, and uh, Lon. Wasn't it Lon, which I always say that it's Lou? I don't know. No, seriously, if you send, uh, if somebody sends me something, and they really want to do it you know, because they like me or they like the show or they want to for my birthday, what difference does it make if I acknowledge it or not, right? No, it makes a lot of difference. It does. Well, yeah, that, you have to the, say their name. Then that brings alive. that brings to my mind questions about the sincerity of the gift. Okay. Flow, 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 flow. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna throw your ass right on the floor in a minute if you don't cut the crap. Oh, oh no. Say I didn't talk about Flo and how she's all bent out of shape. What a what a shame that is. Hey Mo, maybe we can hook you up with Flo. Flo and Mo show. With Joe as a guest. Oh, I wish I had enough of this to do the whole show on helium. Today, you're gonna you know? pass out. Well, I got you do that one more time. You're gonna fall I am over. not. Not with lunch on the way. Oh boy, I took a big gulp. Even at 7-Eleven, they never saw a big gulp like that. I felt like a little on helium. Now he's really got it worked up. Oh, I sound like Gildy now. Holy crap! You hear that? It's a little bit higher and higher, just like Gildy uh, getting deballed. Anyway, thanks, Flo. I love that. Remember the time we had the um, at IOD? The tank. We had. We had a whole tank of helium in the studio. And then, then we discovered that after you take about five, six hits of that, you start getting lightheaded and pass out. Because it displaces the oxygen, so you're not breathing anything. Is that for what a while. it is? Yeah. But I do like that sound, man. It's a great sound. Oh, and I was going to remind me to do it on uh, tomorrow from that uh, real audio, because that, that clips from. Uh, I'm still puzzled about that. The Why Rick was Shaw Rick Shaw doing a show in 76 on this station, calling himself. Um, Jim London or something Maybe like that? Maybe it was during contract negotiations. No, I'm, I'm serious. It was definitely Rick Shaw. I got the audio in there. We also got Tanner. What? We got Tanner on there from Y100. And then there's some clips from I-95 on there. Some, there's some you know, pretty boring stuff. Uh, what's his name's on there? Earl of Pearl? Our good friend. Yeah, our good buddy Earl of Pearl is on one of the clips. And uh, Oh, and Tanner's on with Jim Reilly. Oh. See, that, that's <laughs> another. I don't understand. I know they were on for years together in Y100, but I don't understand that. Perfecta at all. That pairing. Do you? It's a Catholic thing. Bill Tanner ain't no Catholic. Yeah, but he... 
No, are you going to start with the altar boy lines again? It's the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Okay. Hey, Bafangu, huh? I heard you're getting married. Heard you're getting married. What a stupid thing to do. I say as a friend that marriage can be scary. Chiquita's one fine sexy babe. Why ruin what you have that way? And maybe what happens twice to thee will make you too unhappy. It may be just as crappy for you. Because it sucks to be married. What do we have for our newlywed showcase, Kenny? It's an all-expense paid prenuptial agreement. Two luxurious days of electroshock therapy at Green Oaks Lobotomy Spa. A complete set of porcelain dishes. A fine addition to any dining room. Lightweight and easy to throw. And a solid wooden chair. And crafted and perfectly balanced for easy lifting when breaking them over each other's back. Courtesy of Whammo, Chicago, Illinois, 1102 at 560 WQAM. The only reason Bill Cabrian did that bit is because he's really pissed off at Joe about that wedding invitation. No, he complains to everyone about that. And, you don't, uh, can go, find you no don't go sending a guy a wedding invitation to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to fly to Las Vegas and then bring you a gift to attend your wedding. It's just in very, very poor form. Very pissed off. Foaming at the mouth. Runs. He was he was accosting, as I was trying to get out of here that day, it was last week. He was stopping people in a parking lot that he didn't even know, screaming about Right, it. he was talking with the car wash guy. Can you believe that cheap son of a bitch? Wants me to fly out to Vegas and go to his wedding so I can bring him a gift. Oh, speaking of that, man accused of microwaving girlfriend's dog. Oh! This is a true story. It must be because it's from the uh, Wicked Web. A man has been arrested in the U.S. after allegedly microwaving his girlfriend's dog. Police say Everett S. Howes of Springfield, Illinois, was jealous of the amount of attention his girlfriend was giving the pet. According to the State Journal Register, he's being held in the Sangamon County Jail, where he's facing a possible charge of animal abuse aggravated cruelty. The police were called to Howes' home by his girlfriend. When they arrived, they found a pillowcase on the front porch that contained the remains of a small, brownish-black dog. Witnesses told... <laughs> Is it yours more black and tan? Yeah. Well... Witnesses told police that Housey 41 tied a blue bag around the dog's neck, put the live animal in the microwave, then turned on the oven. The police report says officers examined the microwave and found evidence that seemed to indicate the dog had been put inside the oven. That seemed to indicate. Housey was not at home when the police arrived, but contacted the authorities when he heard that officers were looking for him. How do you like that? And here's another great fact that just came in. The average driver emits more than 912 pints of wind inside a car during his or her lifetime. I didn't realize you measured farts in pints. Did you know that? No. They might be British. Fat Boy said he heard it was quartz. 
The figure is released by the BBC Top Gear magazine in a list of statistics pro, uh, profiling the average driver. Well, probably that's the Brits do that because they fart a lot more than we do because of all that spotted dick. Although they wouldn't call it pints now, would they? And, of course, you'd fart a lot, too, if you had that old toad in the hole. The survey also found the average driver will have sex in a car six times in their lifetime. And are they talking about with somebody else? They'll spend around two hours and 14 minutes kissing in their motors. Kissing in their motors? Oh, these Brits, man, just kill me. Mr. or Mrs. Average will swear or blaspheme 32,025 times behind the wheel. And peckish motorists each month through about, months through about 21 pounds of chocolate as they trundle along. No, I don't think so. I, well, it's possible. The I've had chocolate? a few king size. We're not talking about like candy bars. You don't eat candy bars in the car? Not in the car. They got oh. be cold out of the fridge. Nah. Who the hell can wait to get home in the fridge? They'll also not off at the wheel 11 times and jump 181 red lights. Well, you Brits, man, you're a bunch of barbarians. Here's a good fax. It says, I'm not a violent person, but I want to kick the Schmidt out of Tucker Carlson, that right-wing faggot. Love you, and you'll see you in Amsterdam. There you go. I'll tell you the, the low light of the entire campaign, the lowest of the low, to show you what a bunch of schmucks the public are. In Georgia, where that sex be a sexless, chambless guy beats Max Cleland. The American uh, Vietnam War hero with the three, uh, the triple amputee who lost two legs and an arm, and he attacked him for voting 11 times against the Homeland Security. But he was he was all for the Homeland Security Act, just not the version of it that uh, El Presidente proposed. But it, it, don't confuse us with the facts. So the implication being he's unpatriotic, he's not for Homeland Security. Just like El Presidente was doing that thing about, well, you know, the Democrats aren't for national security, and it worked. It worked. And so Max Cleland loses based on the fact that he's not patriotic. A man who enlisted in the army to serve in Vietnam during a time of war, enlisted, gives up three limbs. And the public said, yeah, I think you got a good point. <laughs> of course, don't forget, Georgia's where Aintree is. Hmm? And that corn sure is special. Let's see. As a follow-up to Mr. Jicka's article about how the callers are part of the makeup of your show, I have a theory. If Booker Bryan's bits help the show and he gets paid, so the callers should help him. Blah, blah, blah. Please, ma'am, I check to the Mitch Hirsch Redemption <laughs> Fund <laughs> and the Democratic Party. Okay, Alan, the check's out of the way. Not. Blow me $50. Booker Bryan will send it to you as soon as he cashes that check. Five, six, seven. Hey, by the way, Flo, your balloons are getting in my way. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Where the hell's the food already? Oh, that's why he's hanging around so long. I knew there had to be some good reason. What? He can sense it. He was on his way before we made the call. He can smell it. Because when he first came in this morning, he said, boy, I thought it was maybe Moe's piece or maybe that bag opened again. Now, oh, you didn't tell him what I said the other day about who cleaned up that bag and how he did it? No, I, I would not. Oh, don't tell me. WQAM. Oh, that that's, must be what that guy was doing. WQAM. Oh, we got to run now, baby. We got the runs. WQAM. Happy birthday, Neil. Thanks. And uh, many, many happy returns. Uh-huh. It's Woody. Go ahead. Hang up. Okay. That's three in a row. we got a trifecta. We after... to please. Huh? Yeah, we're here to please. I mean, if we can hang up on Flo, we can sure hang up on your ass. So I guess they're out of material again, huh? We only got till noon, then we got the noon to one hour, which would be great. You want to know why? Because it'll be the eating hour for me. Play all the comedy bits like we do every Wednesday between noon and one. We certainly don't want to play any of those mo bits, though, because... Uh... It's time no to mo. get it on. Oh, well, we might. In fact, maybe we'll just play all, like that one day. I think we have an hour's worth now. That would be bad. That would that would be in very poor form. I think Joe put the, put you up to that. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. Yeah, see, he sucks up to his face. You know, puts on a happy face because you got to see him every day. You ought to hear the things he's been telling me. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How Brian, you doing? Will Manners. Yes, sir. Kick you an email with a um, Halloween costume of a priest. Uh, got a little little boy stuck to his crotch. Yeah. Hilarious. What's your email address or George's? Whatever. What's there? our email address, George? Uh. Okay. I'm trying to. <laughs> No, no forget which one I actually checked. No, we don't do email, okay? Forget about the email. He's got a hilarious cartoon. He wants to send it to George. Give him, give him your home email. Give him, give him yeah, Mo's right. email. Give him Mo's email. No, see, that's what started this whole thing was you and that email. George yeah. does bad email, sir. We don't want to start a whole other uh, Simmons again, okay? Because once George starts dicking around with email, especially other people's, then there's hell to pay. So just uh, lay off the emails, unless it's Lynn Samuels. Pop, 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 pop. No, actually, she and I have been going. I think uh, we got something going on. She and me. I heard you're a type. Let me tell you about your mattress, okay? It's probably getting lumpy and old and smelly because God only knows what's been going on on it. So pick up the phone and call our good friends. At, see, I keep saying that. Stop saying that. Stop saying pick up the phone. Whoever writes our copy, whoever that idiot is, keeps putting that in every piece of copy. They know they have to pick up the phone. Jesus. That's well, maybe they have be... a speaker phone. Okay, so put down the phone. And call 1-800-MATTRESS. That just frosts my ass that we got such a lack of creativity in this joint. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S because they give you great service. Whatever mattress you're looking for, whatever top brand you like, Serta, Sealy, Simmons, King Coil, they got them all in stock ready for just about immediate delivery. And again, not when they're ready to do it, but when it's convenient for you. Any day, seven days a week, any two-hour window when you're going to be home, like between 10 a.m. and noon, 11 and 1, 2 and 3, 4, whatever that is. And they give you that 30-day in-home comfort guarantee so you don't have to worry about just lying down in the department store and hoping that it's really the one for you. You get to sleep and do your thing on it for up to a month before you decide if the mattress is the right one for you. So get yourself a great new mattress at an unbeatable low everyday price like I always do. And even the lovely Miguel did this last time. He's pretty happy about it. And you will be too. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check out their website at mattress.com. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hey, hang this up, baby. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a massage whenever you needed one? You can with VibraTouch, the battery-operated massager that fits right on your finger. I love my VibraTouch. It's all I need. VibraTouch vibrates at over 9,000 cycles a minute for deep, long-lasting satisfaction. VibraTouch is adjustable, so I can adjust it to fit on my favorite finger. VibraTouch comes with four Vibra tips and a handy carrying case so you can vibrate yourself anywhere you go. It's great at work or riding on the bus. And the VibraTouch is quiet. The guy on the bus this morning thought I was having an epileptic fit until I showed him my VibraTouch. Have your credit card handy and call now. It's 1-800-TOUCH-IT. That's 1-800-TOUCH-IT. VibraTouch. Operators are standing by. Honey, the UPS guy just delivered a case of batteries. That's right, Jack. When I said the VibraTouch was all I needed, I meant it. You'll be hearing from my attorney in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's it. Right there. And speaking of that, the New York Post says, uh, Mattel has stopped making its best-selling Harry Potter vibrating broomstick. But the toy company says its decision is not based on the plaything's popularity as a preteen sex toy. As we reported in September, Mattel's Nimbus 2000 drew raves from kids, but horrified parents who found their teenage daughters riding the buzzing 1999 broomstick. What did they think they were going to do with it? Maybe they thought it was Halloween. I don't know. In the wake of our story, Time Out New York even rated the Nimbus along with bona fide vibrators in its sex issue, but a Mattel, 
A Mattel rep claims it's not because of the stories. It's just not a continued product in our 2002 line. Strange, considering the Harry Potter franchise is stronger than ever, it says here. In the New York Post, so it might be true. In that right-wing rag. How do you like that? They're writing it like a broomstick. Hello, George. 463 votes on the poll. What's your take on yesterday's election results, huh? What are you taking out? Probably a lot of people taking a big, yeah, what it seemed to me. A big heavy-duty one. They're all a bunch of crooks, 141. I'm ready to leave the country, 138. I'm ecstatic, 93. Let's hear something for those people who are ecstatic. Okay. I'm suicidal, 55, and I don't give a Schmidt, 36. That was my vote. Gee, I'm coming in last place, just like the elections. Hey, that's okay. I'm used to it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. And but you think I'm going to get a uh, guiding light update? I guess not. You will. WQAM. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Guiding light update. Told you. I've, <laughs> I've been wanting to talk to you since you got back to South Florida. You can watch Guiding Light at 3 in the afternoon on Channel 12 out of West Palm. Are you kidding me? No. You know what? Channel 4 in Miami is one of the few markets in the entire country that's airing it at 10 in the morning. I know. At Tor- up in Toronto, they carry uh, uh, the seat. Well, it's not in Toronto. I mean, it's you Buffalo. get it from Buffalo. Yeah, right. and they carry it at 3 o'clock. It was a Channel 4 decision. It wasn't a CBS decision. Well, Channel 4 sucks. I know. <laughs> So um, I don't know when's the last time you saw it, but um, Alan and Olivia got married last week. Oh, no. And, oh, my God. But right before the wedding, uh, Olivia and Philip got stuck in the elevator, and they were making out, and um, Alexander has it on tape. So yesterday she presented um, Olivia, and she said, this is your wedding present. And wow. it was the tape of her making out, and, she, you know, she's got the prenup with Alan that if she cheats on him, she gets nothing, plus he gets the beak, and so she's blackmailing Olivia. Yeah, I saw, I saw the last minute of it this morning. I flipped right. over there, and she's I saw put, that they were in each other's puss. Right. When she, what Channel 4 shows in the morning is really from the day before ah. Channel 12, so you're actually even getting it a day behind. Oh, boy. So, anyway, uh, do you pick up Channel 12? Uh, I doubt it. Oh, too bad. How, how the hell am I going to do that? I don't know. I thought maybe it was on your satellite or something. Yeah, because on uh, well, I I can find it somewhere. Probably on my big dish, which I never use anymore. I can find it on the big dish. You really haven't missed that much. It it's been kind of weak. But to me, since they brought Joan Collins on the show, I can't stand her. So no, the last Alexander was the good one. Nobody the real will, Alexander. Yeah, yeah nobody will ever good. outdo her. I'll tell you, passions though. Yesterday they had uh, was it yesterday or the day before when uh, what's her name was taking a, a shower with Miguel. Stark naked? You don't watch Passions, I don't watch do you? Passions. Oh, you're missing out. It's Guiding Light. You're missing yeah, well, out. Maybe I should switch. Guiding Light's been kind of weak, and it's been Gus and Harley and Harley and Gus, and, and I don't like oh. that. I don't like that story. Oh. Either, so. What a lame story. Next, I'll be, be bringing back that uh, redneck old daddy of hers, too. He'll be coming back. <laughs> right. No, no right. he's not. Whatever he is. Grandpa. Right. But, Don, I guess that's about it. Okay. Um, thanks for the bad news. I didn't miss a thing. Nothing. All right. Bye, Neil. Happy birthday. Thanks a lot. Yeah, it's like most soap operas. You don't watch for a few months, and you come back, and you pick right up where you left off. Well, a couple of things happen. No, no big deal. Let's see. Here's a long, long, long fax, and the bottom line says, keep your passport handy and pray to Jesus for the best, because God Fs those who F themselves. <laughs> That's a good line. I like that. I think he's got a good point. Oh, God. Religious kooks who were once identified precisely as that are taking taking his offering serious input about reality. 
In that regard, we're simply following the rest of the world. Everywhere fundamentalists of every stripe fleeing the march of modernity are determined to, take, to lead a headline retreat into the past. Hyper-Zionist freaks are set to take control in Israel. Even in moderate Turkey, crazy towelheads have brought appeal in the Muslim world, and fanatical Hindus in India push for a nuclear showdown with the Pakis. The Democratic Party is a joke. It has no message whatsoever. They completely rolled over while Bush and Ashcroft instituted step after step in building an authoritarian surveillance state, the USA Patriot Act. You're right. There's been more principled opposition from some damned Republicans like Ron Paul, Bob Barr, oy, Richard Shelby, etc., than the lily-livered Democrats. The so-called leaders, that's leaders in like Jeb Bush's quotes, you know. The leaders of the party are a disgrace. Dashiell, the aptly named Dick Gebhardt, Hillary Queen, I can't say the C word, Clinton, don't forget, Boca Bryan's a guy that took the O out of country. It says, maybe John Kerry will offer a legit option for Democrats in 2004. If so, it'll only be the second time in th over 30 years. He says, I'm not the one who thinks the Bush Stoppo burned down the Rothschild on 9-11, but they certainly have taken every advantage of this tra tra tragedy to aggrandize their power. And that goes on. Good facts. Excellent. Nobody's listening, but good facts. Nobody wants to pay any attention to it. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Okay, Shufro? That's what it's all about. A lot of open lines here, aren't there? A couple. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Got forty minutes to kill, and it's a good thing that lunch is taking so damn long today, because it'll time out exactly with that great noon to one hour. Nice going there, Hudson. That's probably what they had in mind. Four hundred eighty-one votes on that poll. They're pouring in. WQAM. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on? How you doing? Listen, uh, I went and voted. It's the first time I voted yesterday in a while. And uh, I live over, over here in Sunrise. Are you familiar with Sunrise Lakes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you don't sound old enough to be allowed into Sunrise Lakes. I live just outside, but my precinct is inside Sunrise Lakes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I walk up to the thing, and I, it's like these six, I got six or seven old ladies just hounding, hounding, hounding me, man. So, you know? I go there, I go to vote, go to vote, and I finally realize why there's so many problems with these old people, man. These people are in there between the lady running the booth and, and helping the old ladies out and telling them, don't let anybody else in. If they come in, hit them with your cane. This, this lady's telling these people, if she lets anybody else in, to hit them with their cane. Okay? Good thinking. I like it. Okay, well, listen, when you get a new phone, call us back someday. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Many, many open lines now all of a sudden. As this hour, the bottom is just falling out today. I may have to actually uh, do some bedtime stories here to kill out, fill out the hour, which would be very sad. I'm just not in the mood to do it. I'm just not in the mood to do it. After the election yesterday and all of the, all the contretemps that went on here in the building this morning, just a bizarre... A bizarre episode in there at about 8.48 this morning in the control room with the Momeister. I'm telling you, my psychic abilities are scary as hell. I ought to start my own day because at least it would be somewhat legitimate, unlike those other fakers on there right. like Miss Cleo and all those uh, and Schwell Griffin, because I really do have psychic abilities, not so much at the track, but definitely in life in general. I'll say, hey, how's uh, so-and-so doing? And the door will open, and they'll walk in like two seconds later. Watched it happen all the time. Right. Talking about somebody, lady called me about guiding light. I punch up the next light. There she is. And this morning, uh, I have no idea why. I discovered these anal love beads, and I thought it would be appropriate to go in there and hang them kind of in front of the Moe and Gildy and the crowd in the control room. 
Now, some people thought it was somewhat amusing, but just my bad timing or good timing, depending on how you look at it, was right at the time that guy called it was chewing out Mo for uh, consorting with the enemy on Fox News on Monday with the unctuous, laughing hyena, Tony Bruno. And then he went into his impassioned, hysterical defensive about who cares and blah, 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 and it's a syndicated show. Who the hell are you kidding? Come on, Mo, get serious. WQAM. Hello? Yes? I'm by the way. I beg your pardon? It hurts. Oh, is in Spanish? Yeah. I see. Speak English on his show, okay? We got enough spick talk down here already. Speak it English. We're going to get that goddamn boat inflated again for you. WQAM. Jamba? See, he's getting a little bit old. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Now, what was it about that doctor that did Jay Fiedler's thumb? Pound 560. <laughs> ah. WQAM. Hello. Nobody there. See, this is one of the reasons I really enjoy taking calls on this show. Like I said, last week or so, last couple of weeks we've been doing this, been a big improvement. Everybody's been in a better mood. Maybe they're all depressed because of the election yesterday. Maybe all of our people out there like, uh, you know, in a sour mood because they take it all too goddamn seriously as if we're going to have some impact on changing the world out there, which we're not, which we're not. Oh, we can make a difference. No, you can't. WQAM. Hello. WQAM, hello. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm a coward, and I wanted to apologize directly to you. For what? Well, I was uh, wanting to get the Jim Manage's autograph one day before the Dolphin game, and I was schlepping around down by the QAM booth, hoping to catch him walking by and going into the building. And I saw Mo, and the immediate temptation was to say, hey, nice show, Mo. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't bring myself to do it, and I wanted to apologize. And I think I'm going to protest the QAM booth because they have that pregame show. Yeah. And just take it, you know, take like a big poster that says nice hair piece or something like that. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, I just, I don't know. You man. see, a lot of you people out there, you want to jump on the bandwagon. See, now you want to make it personal, which is exactly what I'm not trying to do. This is a radio show. Leave the comedy to me, okay? Don't worry about jumping on the bandwagon and starting to try to make a guy feel like crap. That's not what we're trying to do in spite of what he thinks, okay? That's not good. That's bad for him. Leave the so you don't want me to do that, then? I beg your pardon? You don't want me to do that? What did that? I just I get you saying? Right I, think it's a I think it's a stupid idea is what I think. I think it's idiotic and childish. See, this is the problem, and especially you sports nerds out there. You're such a bunch of overgrown children. God, oh, the BCS poll, we're getting screwed. We're getting, there's a conspiracy. Yeah, there's a conspiracy against idiots. So maybe it does have something to do with U of M when you come right down to it. Yeah, that's U of M. Boy. So you don't never get complacent. Don't feel you can sit back and actually, like, talk to people in this town because, you know, just because the last week and a half or two weeks or whatever it's been has been really a, a breath of uh, fresh air. This last hour's turned into a breath of really staler, like maybe Joe didn't do such a good glob, job, clean, glob, job cleaning up the glob. Suds. <laughs> this is cute. Dear Neil, sorry it's taken so long to deliver your food. It's a new job to me since I left the radio station. There are a lot of moolies I've hit by accident here in Schwarzertown. See you soon with hot food suds. P.S. I need a real good tip. How do you like that? Hey, David, I got your facts yesterday. Okay, my former bag boy. Don't be wasting any more of my paper, all right? You'll be a former bag boy in more ways than one. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Twenty seven past eleven. Only thirty three minutes until that blessed noon to one hour that we enjoy so much on Wednesday. Boy, do we enjoy it or uh-huh. we enjoy it a lot. You've heard us talk on this show and other shows also about fast train for a long time. Are you doing anything about it yet? Well, if not, get off your dead ass because the facts are very simple, like most of our listeners. If you have the dedication, fast train will provide you with the necessary training to become a certified computer professional. Uh, According to Time Magazine, the demand for computer professionals is going to continue to explode. It's going to get bigger. It's going to get gigantic and humongous. Their average student completes the training in only four short months, attending school three nights a week. Once you complete your certification, Fast Train will assist you in getting that great new high-paying, underline those two words, high-paying computer job. Fast Train invites you to come in, visit their trained career counselor, and determine which track is ideal for you. Maybe it's Rui Doso Downs where they have those crazy uh, quarter horses. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to set up an appointment. With four convenient locations, there's bound to be one nearby you. You'll find a Fast Train in Kendall in Miami, Pembroke Pines in Fort Lauderdale. And be sure and ask the career counselor for a list of students just like you who are currently in their dream jobs thanks to the training they got at Fast Train. Call them today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. Live and local. Sports Radio 560 QA with the sewer of this place. Yes, I am. Candolila, Candolila, Chevron Mooley. With your funky yellow teeth so far apart. Condoleezza, Condoleezza, what you be doing? Get the old fascist like that token Schwarzer's dog. Is you day cause you a high-toned boot-lip Negro? Is you the blackie and your mammy who be smart? Does they like how you shine their shoes, Condoleezza? Yes. Oh, the way you wash and talk the whitest cars. Georgie Jr. say he trusts you, Condoleezza. To sell our allies on the greedy oil wall. But then he make you clean all the White House bathrooms. The tub, the sink, the toilet, and then scrub the floor. They tell you don't wear sandals, Condoleezza. Your cold chip toenails make them warm of rich and pure. Your nappy leg hair look just like it. Velcro. The GOP want you to be that token spoon. One day while you be flipping pancakes, you may realize that they're treating you just like your esterone. That's when your head will move from side to side, Condoleezza. Till Bush and Rummy, they be cracker assholes. Well, look at that. There, Wayne is uh, looking to weigh over 600 pounds now, does he? Not an ounce. Thanks, Hudson. Okay. Tell Wayne thanks uh, for everything. 
There's a nice lunch. Came a little bit earlier. Maybe we'll play an hour and a half of bits today, the way these phone calls are starting to go now. You know something? Oh, you see, <laughs> you're all ready for that. Oh. I don't know. I might just do it, you know. I don't know. That would be, wouldn't that be, I don't know. Yeah. It's... All these nice people are on hold. Like in Fatso. Remember that woman in the, uh, the woman in the, um, when he brought in the baked goods? She'd, nah. Yeah, maybe I'll have, nah. And then she finally said, yeah, I'll have one anyway. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little taste. WQAM. Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Happy birthday. Happy late birthday. Thanks. Uh, I, I voted yesterday uh, for the first time for, for governor in a while. Yeah. Um, uh, you probably, uh, I voted for Bush, but, you know. Uh, but, uh, the most important thing to me was these amendments yeah. uh, that I was reading. Um, what about that pig amendment? Well, I voted yes. I don't think cruelty to animals is uh, the way to go. I, I voted uh, for no cruelty to animals. And stuff. I also voted uh, for the uh, for the hurricanes in the BTS. Yeah. Chris Bush, Chris Bush uh, voted uh, for pig. Yeah, okay, great. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon <laughs> wireless line. WQAM. Why are you scared of them all of a sudden? WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Well, thanks anyway. I'm sure you made a gallant effort. Yeah, and it's funny you play the Condoleezza thing, because I don't know if you heard about it, but on the Palm Beach Fox Station, Channel yeah. 29, yeah. on Monday night, they had a whole thing called Racist Radio. Yeah. Guess what that was about? Yeah. Yeah. And they had Heather well, on there. I guess they're a little bit behind. Yeah, they had Heather on there, and they showed her, and they played part of the uh, Condoleezza thing. Mm-hmm. And the call. Like Don Imer said this morning, they ought to be wearing sheets at Fox News. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oi! Yeah. Okay, well, call me again someday with some other old news, okay? <laughs> God almighty. What what kind of a call was that? I think even some of the dreck we've had in the last half hour is better than that. Well, have a great day anyway, sir, in spite of your lame effort. I think they're out of material. If anybody can sense it. WQAM. Good morning, Neil. Uh, Neil, pardon me. Happy belated birthday. Today. I'm having my uh, midday meal right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> it's called Neil's Meal. Bon appetit. Uh, just a couple and things. It's no big election. deal. First of all, Fox News, man, you should see all the smiles on everybody's faces with the whole change of power in the house. Oh, yeah. Just, they're just having a ball over there. Uh, another thing, though, on the election, what do you think of this amendment about the ban on smoking in restaurants and stuff? Do you think that's going to hold? Did that pass? Yeah, it passed. Oh, no. I didn't even pay any attention to it. I was so nope. distraught with everything else. No stogies in restaurants or anything else. What a, brilliant, what a brilliant move to make in a tourist state where all these people, all these poor bastards in business, depend on tourism and all the restaurants and bars. Oh, man. What yeah. a what a schmuck state this is, man. I nailed in the coffin, I think, for Florida. You know, this state is shaped like a schmuck, and that's because the people here act like ones. Hey, by one last thing, I think all these callers are just making these stupid jokes. They're all a bunch of douchebags. Okay. Thanks. See ya. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. This is bad for me, right? To be eating on the air. So after I do the break, then we'll start playing stuff. What? 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 It's a capital idea. WQAM. Yeah, this uh, guy kind of gave me a lead in on the uh, pig issue. Yes. The, uh, when you take the anal beads, do you squeal? Yeah. Like see, there you go. Like I said, I can tell that they're uh, you know when they're out of material. That sounded almost like Reverend Jones's boyfriend to me. Twenty-two till noon at five sixty WQAM. Let me tell you right now, you want to pop something really good in your puss. 
Well, he mentioned the anal love beads, so we're trying to like draw a little separation between the two. We're talking about Oleo Man Man, a great product to help your health. In fact, I got a whole bunch of different products, each one designed for a specific different part of your body and your health. There are three great new products. There's one to help you sleep, one for uh, weight management, and one called CoQ10, which, of course, is great stuff for your heart. All using the benefits, like all the Oleo Med products, of the finest, the purest, the best. This is olive oil on the face of the globe. If you want to pick up some Oleomed, it's all over town now because more and more people are popping it. Pick some up at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens. For more info, call Oleomed toll-free at 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. Order their products online at oleomedamerica.com. And if you visit your nearest Publix or, uh, and buy an Oleomed product in Data Broward, you can get you a coupon for that free Larry Coker bobblehead doll while supplies last. And, boy, what a deal. Don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion sports town every Sunday when the Dolphins are playing home games and pick up free Oleomed samples and product information. And for better health, start popping that Oleomed in your puss today. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. I am a pussy. Folks. I'd like to sing a song about the American dream, about me, about you, about the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests, about that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts, maybe below the cockles, maybe in the subcockle area, maybe in the liver, maybe in the kidneys, maybe even in the colon, we don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob. I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. My wife and my job, my kids and my car. My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar. Sometimes that just ain't enough to keep a man like me interested. Oh, no. No way. Uh-uh. No, I've got to go out and have fun at someone else's expense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drive really slow in the ultra-fast lane while people behind me are going Cow interior and big brown baby seal eyes for headlines. 
sucking down quarter pound of cheeseburgers from McDonald's in the old-fashioned non-biodegradable styrofoam containers. And when I'm done sucking down those greaseball burgers, I'm going to wipe my mouth with the American flag. And then I'm going to toss the styrofoam containers right out the side. And there ain't a goddamn thing anybody can do about it. You know why? Because we got the bomb. That's why. Two words. Nuclear fucking weapons, okay? Russia, Germany, Romania, they can have all the democracy they want. They can have a big democracy cakewalk right through the middle of the Innovin Square. And it won't make a lick of difference because we got the bombs, okay? John Wayne's not dead. He's frozen. And as soon as we find a cure for cancer, we're going to thaw out the Duke, and he's going to be pretty pissed off. You know why? Have you ever taken a cold shower? We'll multiply that by 15 million times. That's how pissed off the Duke's going to be. I'm going to get the Duke and John Cassavetes and Lee Marvin hey, and Sam Peckinpah hey, and a case of whiskey hey, and drive down to hey, Texas. Hey, you know, you really are an asshole. Why don't you just shut up and sing this song, pal? Come on,
shove those butt beads up my ass. Shove those butt beads up my ass. But don't tell nobody, they'll think it's funny and laugh behind my back. Shove those butt beads up my ass. Shove those butt beads up my ass. It should be okay, cause what I ate ain't likely to give me gas. Shove those butt beads up my ass. Shove those butt beads up my ass. Count all the plastic calls, or we'll have to call the paramedic again. shampooing with head and shoulders? <laughs> Gosh, Chick, I stopped using head and shoulders a long time ago. I mean, honestly, who grows hair on their shoulders anyway? <laughs> yeah, right. So, what are you using now? Well, it's like head and shoulders, only without all those additives. It's just called head. Let's tell them about it, girls. If you're tired of your old shampoo, <laughs> get a Wow, where can I get head? Lots of places, Chick. You can stop by my place later, and I'll be happy to give you some head. In 15 minutes, I'll have you shampooed, styled, and blown dry. Gee, you don't miss a lick, do you? Head sounds great, but is it expensive? Not at all, Chick. My brother says there are places downtown where you can get head for less than $10. Golly, at that price, everyone should be getting head. That's right, Chick. When you say head, you set a mouthful. Hi, I'm Dr. Raymond Filati from Freedom All Industries, here to tell you why you should get head. First, it lubricates each limp hair follicle, leaving an erect, glistening shaft. Then the scalp's natural oils are sucked out of the root, leaving your hair soft, shiny, and exhausted. Nothing does the job like head. Great! Can I get head from my hairdresser, Bruce? Probably, but you might want to try your girlfriend first. Go out and get some head Want hair with lots of volume? Nothing gets it up like head. Available at a price you won't find hard to swallow. And it's going down every day. 
some head? What did you say? I said I want you to go out and get head. Oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. I'm going downtown. <laughs> and head makes a great holiday gift. Last Christmas, my wife gave me some head. Then I gave her a pearl necklace. I've never seen her so choked up. My girlfriend used to give me head, and then we got married. Now I'm lucky if I get Jergens lotion and a National Geographic. <laughs> shampoo. Come on, give it a shot. My hair looks great. <laughs> Use a nap. Don't like all the Harper. Don't, don't, don't. Every time I see Stuff from Wayne Arms Royal Castle, 125th and Northwest 7th Avenue in Miami. I had several of each yeah. item. Several of each? Two Neelys, one White Hot, and several. And drummers. a partridge in a pear tree. Were they side by each? 549 vote, baby, on our poll today. Pretty heavy duty. What's your take on yesterday's election results? What's your take? <coughs> that wasn't very good. I was trying to work up a really good one. It was natural, though. They're all a bunch of crooks, 166. That was better. I'm ready to leave the country, 159. I'm ecstatic, 106. I'm dancing. I'm goose-stepping, 106. I'm suicidal, 68. I don't give a Schmidt, 50. That's the lay of the land, okay? Life goes on. We're trying to have a little party here today. We're adding an extra 20 minutes on the uh, Wednesday extravaganza because your calls suck. 
Hey, here's a place that's great. Do you like some plus uh, Julio fat Julio? Look at that. He's wiping his hands now. Just like you know how an animal like licks its chops after it finishes eating a meal. He's rubbing man. the lard in. You're like killing that man, by the way. He's been doing a good job for us, and he changed a couple of light bulbs, and fixed my chair. And that was about it. But nevertheless, at least that's something, you know. And you're trying to kill him. He's our only hope, our only engineering hope, and you're going to kill him with that damn fattening food. All that fat-laden bacon and White Hots and Neely Burgers. Good stuff, though, isn't it? <laughs> we like to eat, baby. We want to eat and eat and eat. Speaking of that, Delights of West Milk is your low-carb, sugar-free Atkins uh, Superstore. That's right, for those people who are like to eat but they don't want to get so fat or stay so fat. People are desperately trying to lose weight on the Atkins. In fact, the Channel 4 thing, I think they were the champions. That guy lost 30 pounds in a month on Atkins and just loved it. And they have uh, great new low-carb cookies in stock at Delights, too. Not just one flavor, but 14 different cookies from three different bakers. Try them all because they're all outstanding. Peanut butter, chocolate chocolate chip, lemon, coconut, all sugar-free or low-carb. And, of course, at Delights, you can try these and anything else before you buy them. That's one of the great things about this store. Number one, it's completely dedicated with products for low-carb and sugar-free diets. And number two, you can try anything in the store before you buy it. Try the new low-carb bread. It's called Sinfully Low-Carb Bread. Just spread on some of that new Lanuba jam, and you've got a great low-carb breakfast. And as your official Atkins uh, Retail Center, Delights of West Boca sells every Atkins product at 25% off today, tomorrow, a week from Sookas, every day. And, of course, all the people are telling you, like that Channel 4 thing, a lot of folks out there still losing weight like crazy on the Atkins diet because it works. Delights of West Boca's got a friendly, knowledgeable staff who lead you on the path to health. They're open every day, 10 till 10 on the corner of Glades and 441. If you're really lucky, P.D. Laney won't be there when you go in. Call 1-877-LOW-CARB or see him on the web at lowcarb.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. This is Dave Goldstein, but you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Al Gore, Al Gore, as you have never heard or seen him before. Four years ago, you gave me your nomination to be vice president. This is some crowd. I've been watching you doing that Macarena on television. And if I could have your silence, I would like to demonstrate for you the Al Gore version of the Macarena. I am not trying to do that. Macarena. 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 Would you like to see it again? Tengo mucha compasión. Tengo mucha emoción. When your alarm goes off in the morning, Macarena. When one of your children reaches for cereal and fruit, Macarena. 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 Macarena.
You want to get fired again? That guy there had pinchable jowls. So it was so goddamn funny. That was George. The organ grinder's monkey? You know, maybe I am in love with that mango munching speak. He certainly does make a vein of my nose glow like a neon rainbow. Wanting him fired must have been just a reaction to suppress the truth about my being. But I can't let anybody know how much I want to enter his face. Get out of here, all of you. You're all nuts. You're all... Hey, I can't move. Look at the bulge in your pants, Mo. Oh, no. If I move the wrong way, I'll... Hey, everybody. Mo messed his pants. Close the door, you crumb. Ow! That hurt, Mo. Nine minutes afternoon at 560 WQMXR, extended Wednesday at noon to one hour. Comedy bits, a little extra 20 minutes, and mostly for lunch, <clears throat> which unless I finished now was great. It was sensational. I need a nap. Jane's got a great line, one of our regular faxers, Jane, our loyal listener in Fort Lauderdale. She says, P.S., at least the Republicans weren't the only <laughs> pigs to win. Good point, Jane. Good point. Hey, speaking of pigs and slobs. If your house is not looking in great shape because your carpets really are nasty looking, if they're filthy and schmutzy and you haven't had them cleaned in a long time, do yourself a humongous favor, especially now. Let's see, it's November the 6th, before Thanksgiving and Christmas and Chinooka, New Year's, all the holidays when people are going to be invading your house. And believe me, when people come to your house, you know how it is. They look around. They want to make sure there's not a speck of dirt anywhere in the house. They want to make sure there's not a speck in the house. And that's why you want those carpets looking just like brand new and everything else, too. Dry Concepts can make it happen for you. Check out their website before you call them if you like at www.dryconcepts.com or take my word for it because I've been using them in my house for over 20 years. And like I always tell you, nobody in the world does it like they do. It's a patented exclusive method. They dry clean your carpets, suck out the deep down dirt, make your carpets look sparkling new. They smell lemony fresh. They last longer and stay cleaner longer, too. A couple of hours, your carpets are dry again, and you're going to have a big smile on your puss. And don't forget to give you a written guaranteed price before we start doing the job. At Dry Concepts, they also do an unbeatable job of cleaning your furniture and drapery, spot dyeing, fiber protection, carpet repairs, implant-oriented rug service, deodorization, complete water damage restoration, too. So call them at this toll-free number. They'll be there on time and do a sensational job every time. Call 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071. Clean today, entertain tonight. Not just their slogan, it's their business at Dry Concepts. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM.
Hello, I'm Bill Curtis. Join me tonight as I wave my hands about uncontrollably and tell you about the women Bob Crane would not touch. And if he were still alive, the women he would not touch today, starting with Anna Nicole, who even I wouldn't touch with Bob Crane's theme. Not to mention Sandra Bernhardt, Courtney Love, Pam Anderson, or Ann Coulter. I wouldn't touch any of those skanks with Bob Crane's thing. Bob Crane himself turned down the likes of B. Arthur, Ruth Murray, Phyllis Diller, Alice Ghostly, Tony Fields, Moms Mabley, and Joanne Worley, who once played his wife on TV. My hands are moving wildly now. Uh-oh, I'm starting to dance. <laughs> Bob Crane, the women he would not touch. Tonight, on America Under the Covers. Ramadan, 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 Ramadan. Ramadan, Ramadan, Ramadan.
let there be light. And lo, there was light. From the same people who brought you the much-beloved Talking Bible comes a new ten-volume set, brilliantly updated for the 80s. Yes, it's the Rapping Bible. There was dark everywhere. Then the man said, light. and the light was there. He said, I've done good, there's no doubt. On the seventh day, he just chilled out. Genesis, Genesis, beginning of that, beginning of this. Finally, the good book is bad, and his word is not there. Check it out. There's a town called Sodom and Gomorrah. Everybody parties like no tomorrow. God looked down, said, not my fault. Don't look back or you'll turn to salt. Lot's wife took a peek, started to freak. The cow came up and licked her cheek. Take a lick, y'all, of a cheek, y'all. Imagine all the psalms, all the parables, every sacred biblical word interpreted by the finest sucker MCs of all time. Genesis! Exodus! The Rapping Bible, making his word fresh again. When a story is too big for the other cable news channels, only one man is big enough to break it down into scrumptious little sound bites. It's Fatman on MSNBC. Hi, I'm Jerry Fatman. Tonight, we'll sink our teeth into the problems on Wall Street. But first, I want to get this devil dog down. Oh, damn, I ate the wrapper again. Weeknights at 7 Eastern, Jerry Fatman devours the issues of the day, like the Middle East. These Palestinians can blow up buses. They can blow up schools. But when they start blowing up delis, that's when America needs to get involved. Fatman on MSNBC, the news show that can only be filmed in widescreen. I'm Jerry Fatman. Tonight, we'll have a roundtable discussion with Mr. Salty, Mr. Peanut, Mrs. Butterworth, Betty Crocker, and a special medical report from Dr. Pepper. That's tonight on the next Fatman. Right here on the Food Network. Uh, Jerry, this is MSNBC. Oh, right. Uh, so you're going to finish those chips? Hey, let go of those. Those are mine. I mean, I just want. Let them go, Fatty. They're mine. Jamaica, 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 Jamaica. Red peas, rice and greens, 
planking and gift us a fish. That's much more my speed. Rasta me, rush to you. Rasta black, crush to you. Rasta you. I want me tell you, Rasta you. To hate all but the right folks is an old established rule. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, Lena Horn and Sheriff Clark are dancing cheek to cheek. It's fun to eulogize the people you despise as long as you don't let them in your school. Hate the rich folks, and the rich folks hate the poor folks. All of my folks hate all of your folks. It's American as apple pie. But during National Brotherhood Week, oh, National Brotherhood Week, New Yorkers love the Puerto Ricans cause it's very chic. Step up and shake the hand of someone you can't stand. You can tolerate him if you try. Protestants hate the Catholics, and the Catholics hate the Protestants, and the Hindus hate the Muslims, and everybody hates the Jews. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, it's national. Everyone smile at one anotherhood week. Be nice to people who are inferior to you. It's only for a week, so have no fear. All right. Be grateful that it doesn't last all year. 126 at 560, WQM, the Mad Dog at 1, Hank at 3. Then we got, uh, what do we got? We got Hurricane the Hotline? No, it's, uh, I'm on the wrong day. Oh, that's right, the Panther game, the Shitco Panther preview at 7 o'clock. Panthers and the Penguins, 7.30. Eddie K from GA after the game and Joe and Mark overnight. Joe's very wounded that Boca Bryan won't spend at least two grand to fly first class to Vegas and then bring a nice gift to his wedding. Joe's very upset about that. I'll tell you a guy that's not upset who's always happy, who can weather the storm, come rain or shine, no matter who wins the elections, Tom Lehman. At Hallett Pontiac. That's why they've been around for 35 years, because Tom kind of like goes with the flow. And he also, oh, don't mention flow. Flow brought me these uh, nice uh, oh, balloons. They're beautiful. Yeah, thanks, Flo. Or was it Mindy? 
Anyway, the big Neil Rogers deal is going on now at Hallett Pontiac. Save extra big dollars on all Pontiacs and GMCs in stock. Just mention old Neil Rogers. Say, hey, Neil is getting older than ever, and they'll say, all right, here's an extra extra discount. Hallett Pontiac GMC at 13401 South Dixie Highway, U.S. 1 across from the falls. Check the complete line of great GMC SUVs, including that snappy Envoy voted by Motor Trend as SUV of the year and the all-new Vibe SUV with the power of a sports car. When you stop down to Hallett Pontiac, by the way, get a hold of Tom Lehman and whisper in his ear. Neil says you guys got the worst copy he's ever seen in his life, and that covers a lot of territory, too. Hallett's also got a stupendous selection of dependable used cars, trucks, and SUVs, and... Like I always say, why do I always say it? Because it's very important to you. Because we have a lot of deadbeats listening to this show because the show is free. But if you're one of those people who just can't get credit for love or money, they'll cut you a deal somehow, some way at Hallett Pontiac. So get you the Neil Rogers deal going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, right across from the falls on the prestigious, highly congested South Dixie Highway, open every day, seven days a week. You can give them a call at 305-238-4040. So, you know, pick up that phone. 305-238-4040. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be... Professional grade. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. With the sewer of this place. So cold, I can't lip sync. That's because it's zero, baby, and I cannot feel my toes. There's a tingling in my fingers, and my private parts are frozen. 
my nose He is about to fall off There's a cloud Every time that I call And my hands are blue They are turning numb They might amputate my thumbs That's because it's zero, baby I can barely move my mouth Oh, no I'm a red-hot Latin lover But first I need to be thought out Yes, I need to be thought out Thanks to the state of California, Ebonics has become an official language. But on the East Coast in Brooklyn, Paisonics is ruling the street. You guys, check out the f***ing Bambinos on that broad and get a load of her poopa. English translation, I really enjoy her company. So's last night, I banged the hell out of this chick in this real classy joint. English translation, I made love to her in the back of my Camaro. Yeah, yeah, I'm the main tenants director where all the youths hang out. English translation, I'm a janitor at the elementary school. If you'd like to get your copy of Hooked on Pisonics, just stuff some money in a plain brown envelope and shove it under the back door of Mario's over on the west side. And we'll be in touch. This Sunday on The Sopranos. So what, no f***ing eating now? Hey! Well, me. Suck my f***. Your sister's ass. Here comes the Prozac. You would take the lips. Over the tits. Total f***ing oop. You mother He's got a real f***ing attitude problem. Why don't you kick me in the f***ing head? The words will come blowing out your ass. Put a shirt on. I'm getting a chubby. There's two things I'm good at. It's pulling vents and spotting good jobs. I might not be able to wipe my own ass, you know that? You're born to this sh I'm a babbling idiot. Can you just shut the f*** up about it? Stick it up your ass. Never cut your f*** off. Get yourself under the vaporizer. You're a stupid motherfucker. you know that? You f***ing piece of sh**. Oh, now, please, don't start with that name business. What the f*** is your problem? Oh, the f***ing audience with the Pope. I bet you're very good to your mother. F*** you! F*** what? Yeah, f*** you. Are you f***ing with me? Some f***ing day, huh? That's nothing but a, a racket for the Jews. Jesus Christ, how you doing? F***ing nosy. Eat your marigot. I can't eat that. It's got cholesterol. Can I just get some macaroni and gravy? And f*** you. F*** you. F*** you. F*** me. I don't like that kind of talk. Anybody else want to mouth off? F*** this. I'm going to Boca. Welcome back to the highly rated Mo Howard and David show. Quoting for my extravagation. Okay, stupid, where were we? We were doing this. Oh, wrong. Oh. You were doing that to me. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mo. That's better. Mm. Oh, wrong day. Chris. Nick, I didn't say you could say that yet. Okay. Oh, wrong day. Chris. Now you. Chris. Carter. Oh, day. Gets me. That's that's them. Not on my watch, you punk. Okay. Orande. He's up, will you? Ow. What's with the kung fu grip? 
sorry, Mo. And we've got one of our three very important callers on the line here. WQAM, what do you want? Come on, come on, spit it out. I can't understand the goddamn thing you're saying. What are you doing? I'm playing with Larry Coker, Ballhead doll. Oh, that's quite understandable. Why, I sometimes... Help me out. Help me out. Go ahead, You got me going now. Almost there. Say, Orande. 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 Look at that. I got it all over my wig. Twenty-one till noon at five till noon. Don't say that till one. Oh, brother, that'd be bad news. Mad Dog will be along at one o'clock, the humper at three, and then we got the Panther hockey game tonight and all that stuff. Hey, if you love your home but you just don't have enough space to do all the things you need to be doing, here's the answer for you. Do what hundreds of other people, the smart people like little George are doing, call Strictly Additions. Whether you're having a baby, need another room, maybe you're converting a carport or patio into living space. Maybe you're going into business for yourself and want to make a home orifice. Well, here's the answer. Just pick up the phone and call Strictly Additions. Seriously, next time I say that, I'm just getting up and walking out. So pick up oh. They're your one-stop shop, more space for your place, place with an absolutely worry-free approach to expanding your living space. Those no-shows by the contractors, uh-uh, ain't going to happen. Incomplete work, no chance. No unexpected bills, no worries about the job not getting done right, and they take care of every single last detail. They drop your blueprints, they get the building permits, handle all your inspections, too. Strictly Distance has got that very easy, it's a simple, five-step approach to total customer satisfaction. They want you to be satisfied. First of all, they call to schedule a free project evaluation appointment at your home, where a project estimator will determine the exact scope of your addition. Secondly, schedule a bid appointment in their convenience room where you'll get a detailed proposal and an exact price to the penny for the work. Third, select your finishing touches, go to contract. Fourth, review the design architectural drawings. And then fifth, last and most definitely not least, you sit back with a smile on your puss and relax as your dream edition moves ahead on schedule with unbeatable quality. It's as easy as uh, one, two, three. Give Strictly Editions a call. You can see they're in the yellow pages if you like. They serve all of Broward and South Palm Beach. Call 954-791-8100. That's 954-791-8100. They're licensed. They're insured professionals who want to do a stupendous job for you. Trust me when I tell you. Tell them that old Neil told you to call Strictly Editions at 954-791-8100. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Si ir al baño o darle cuerda a mi reloj. Her name was Leia, she was a princess, with a Danish on each ear, and our theater drawing near, so R2-D2, found Ben Kenobi, Obi-Wan, he'd have to put the Death Star plans into the Rebellion's hands, so Luke and Obi-Wan had to get to Alderaan, so they stopped into Mos Eisley to have a drink with Han at the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina. Han Solo. He was a pilot. 
With a blaster at his side And a smile 12 parsecs wide There with Chewbacca He was a Wookiee They met with Luke and Obi-Wan About the Millennium Falcon Docking Bay 94 Stormtroopers at the door With a flash of Ben's lightsaber Come as an arm on the floor It's a Star Wars Star Wars Cantina The weirdest creatures you've ever seen us
In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cars, our little flags wave. As that Saudi loving retard points the bombers the wrong way. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow bush like sheep The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family Green, they got this country up Handling towards the darkest days in our history I don't want to be a Pax American In the goddamn USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where we patriotically Wave a flag in one hand With our head in the sand And blindly follow the powers that be Apathetic up Watching state front news on a 65-inch screen Scratch your balls and fire Everything's okay In okay. the goddamn USA Fifty-two at five sixty WQM. Six hundred and thirty-six votes on a poll. What's your take on Tuesday's election results? They're all a bunch of crooks. One ninety-six. That's the uh, obviously the correct answer. I'm ready to uh, leave the country. One eighty. I'm ecstatic. One sixteen. <laughs> I'm uh, uh, suicidal. Eighty-two. And I don't give a schmidt. Fifty-two. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Campbell and rate me. Roll another blunt. Yeah. Oh, 
Close, you know, that's going to do it. Mad Dog standing by. He'll be next. Tank at three. Hockey tonight. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Kill some people.